Welcome to episode 38 of the Brown Social Podcast. Today we're talking to Aaron from Dicky Smiles. Enjoy the show. Recording in progress. Buenos dias. Butros, butros, Kali. <laughs> the old Japanese man has come out again. Oh, delicious. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, <laughs> bullet uh, train. A, a bullet train. train. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got my, I can't actually see. Oh, hold on, I've got my camera like, there we go, directly in the middle of where I'm Your supposed. hair and your beard have gotten longer. No, my beard's actually shorter, believe it or not. Oh, was it? Um, yeah, I know it's, it doesn't look it, but hold on. I've got to move my camera off to one side. It's actually my beard's actually shorter. Um, yeah, I've got to sort this screen out because I'm looking like my camera's has, has to be here, but my actual screen is like, <laughs> like, like you've got, got two lazy eyes. Oh, yeah, I look like I'm just, look pro- at me, proper rug, look rugby at me. ball eyes. One's <laughs> looking at you, the other one's looking for you. <laughs> God, I need my pen. I've got to grab my special podcast pen. This episode is sponsored by Pens. <laughs> Got one in there, really. This episode is sponsored by Penis. <laughs> right, okay. Uh, there we go. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. It's that, it's been that, a, that good, eh? Yeah, it's just been a long week. Very long week. But I'm done for the week now. So. Oh, <laughs> yeah. hello. Delicious. Yeah, I've got tomorrow off. Yeah, I've got tomorrow off as well. Which, I mean, I say I've got it off. I've not really got it off because I've got a load of printing I need to do. Um, but I'm not going into my proper job. Proper job. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I've got printing to do tomorrow. I've got to reprint that. Um, that order that, that fucked up. All the ink came off of it. <laughs> yeah, that's not ideal. Yeah, I still can't work out what the hell happened there. No, it's a weird one. Well, I mean, for the for the listeners, we were talking about it the the other day, weren't we? Yeah, it just doesn't really make I've had, much sense. I've had the ink come off of the t shirts, but not the sweatshirts. They were printed at exactly the same time. In as much as there was a mixture of um, t shirts and jumpers in the same box, I just printed them as I pulled one out of the box. It was only a small run, and uh, yeah, only come off the t shirts. Unless the people that bought the sweatshirts just haven't washed them yet. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> it's entirely possible. Yeah, yeah. Never mind. Yeah, I'll yeah. get to the bottom of it. I want a load it's of tests. Stuff. And yeah, and tomorrow I'm building the. Um, going to finish building the laser lasers, the freaking laser system for the cruiser. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got your your bits from China. Yeah, that was really confusing. Sort of. Did you listen to that podcast? By the way, that I said that sent you. No, I haven't yet. Okay. Well, we'll talk about that once you listen to it, and you'll believe you'll agree about how amazing it is. Don't don't tell the listeners what it is because they might go like exactly. Oh, I'm not going to mention it. No, that's it's a, it's a very good podcast. After you've listened to it, we'll tell the listeners about it. It's, it's, no, just, it's about just tell China them what it's called stuff. right at the end. Yeah, okay. I uh, know <laughs> right oh, because now get... they, no, now they skip to the end. So actually, what we're going to do is we're going to insert it somewhere between now and the end. 
Um, and you have to listen no, to that. Because for... we're, throughout this podcast, we've got some really important announcements that you can't miss out on. And it involves like um, win- winning money. <laughs> I don't think I don't think that's, we that's can. That's a good incentive for people. I, to stay, I don't think it? we can legally do a competition. I'm not sure. No, not with cash anyway. No. Monopoly money, auction, maybe. Can we auction off like? <laughs> <laughs> what do you I want was to, about to say? Uh... <laughs> oh god, it's been a long day. I was about to be like, um, can we auction off Paul? I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> Just auction off a human being, and then I was like, "No, that's slavery." Uh, he's like, um, he's human being esque. He's human being shaped. Yeah, <laughs> human vegan. Vegan? No, that's awful. I'm gonna shut up. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm the one that says disgusting, horrible shit. Not you. That's my shtick. You leave that to me. Uh, all right. Oh, the iron's gone. What the fuck is there now? There are two pairs of shoes. Oh. Huh. You've lost an iron, but you've gained a Hoover. Ah, the Henry's always been there. It's just because the cameras. You're facing the other way. Yeah, because the cameras. Well, if I turn the camera the other way, you can't see me because of the the light from the. I suppose you can sort of see me. I'll I'll half on it. I'll split the difference. There we go. How's that? Good. Happier. I mean, you can still see the Hoover. Yeah. So Henry, the world's best Hoover. Mm. I don't care what anyone says. They're, they're, Dyson can suck a dick. Yeah, but, Dyson but, can suck a fucking dick. Actually, no, they can't. That's why the Henry's better. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, so if there's any reason to buy a Henry, it's that it sucks dick better. Yeah. Just, they just, they're just <laughs> it's, going It's got going two going. power settings, hasn't it? No. Well, oh, is yours not? Mine has um... Mine's one of the newer ones. Oh, um, mine's one of the old ones yeah. before they brought in like the EU legislation. Yeah, that said but your Hoover had to be a certain, not above a certain power. Yes, but hen- pneumatic are very, very clever. And what they've done, what they've basically done is, it can't be at that power when it's initially turned on. So mm. the Hoover has two settings; it's got a little light on it, and when it needs to, when it senses that it's losing power, it basically boosts the power to it. But as long as when it's turned on, it's not at the sixteen hundred watts or whatever it is. Then it can, it can run legally. Mine, um, very clever. Mine actually isn't. A, mine's not a Henry. Well, what is it then? It's a Hetty. Oh, the pink one. Yeah. What's the difference between What's the difference between the Hetty and the Henry then? The colour. There's got to be more. I need to know now. Hold on. <laughs> what was the big one? The blue one. Uh, one of them was. Was it Charles? I think that's the green one. Uh, okay, the home of the um, in images. It'll be a thing. Here. How the oh, fuck, fuck have we got on this conversation? Fuck me, there are loads of them. There's, oh, but <laughs> There's a yellow one as well. Yeah. Jeez Louise. Meet, meet, the, meet the range. I just oh, want to know, know what know. the big one's called. The big one is... Oh, I don't know. There's James is the yellow one. Right. Charles is the big blue one. Uh, and, then, right. and then there's another one, but I can't see it. Despite my screen being the size of a fuck, the fucking Omnimax, whatever it's called. George. <laughs> George, Charles and James are the taller ones. Uh, right. Now we know. 
and you've got Henry Moore, Hetty, Henry, Harry, and Henry Extra. Fuck me, there's a lot of different hoovers. See, listeners, like you thought you were coming on here to learn about brands and you're being educated about hoovers. Yeah. Although we can't actually call them Hoovers because Hoovers is a brand name, isn't it? No. It's one of those things where the, na- the name... I don't know if I've ever seen, like, like, a Hoover. I've got a Hoover. I've got an old-fashioned upright Hoover, which is what oh. I use, weirdly, to Hoover the they still studio. Exist? Well, my one does. They didn't... <laughs> Do Hoover still exist? I don't know. They make all sorts of stuff, don't they? Do they? Yeah, they make, like, tumble dryers and... Oh, yeah, mm. Hoover still exist. They got some jolly good ratings as well. Wowzers. Whew. Hoover Direct. Jeez Louise. Listen, the world of... T- of talking, of, um, talking of ratings. Yeah. Oh, are you going to do one, are you? No, it's, uh, we've, we've had a few new... Uh, not, not reviews, which is obviously what we want, um, but we have had a few new ratings. Have uh, we? All five stars, presumably. Yeah. We're just fucking brilliant, aren't we? Mm. And if you haven't yet rated us or liked or shared us, then I hope your next poo is a hedgehog. <laughs> I just I just want someone to leave a one star review so I can fight them. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna do it now. I'm gonna leave a one star. How do I do it? <laughs> How do I do it? How do I leave on, a one li- star? Listener, listener, if if you don't like this episode, or you just don't like us, mm. I mean, firstly, fuck you. Um, <laughs> Secondly, why are you still listening? Unless <laughs> you're really into Hoovers. <laughs> and thirdly, I'll fucking fight you. Yeah. <laughs> I will fat you. I had a man, I had a man had a go at me earlier. I thought you were just going to end it there then. No, I had a man. I had a man. <laughs> I had a man. <laughs> I had a man had a go at me earlier. I was standing in the middle of the road, <laughs> which sort of makes sense of why we'd have a go. But I was standing in the middle of the road because I was directing an ambulance. <laughs> what? And he... Why the fuck were you directing an ambulance? Because an ambulance didn't know where it was going. Was it coming into land and you were just there? Like... No, no, because where, where, we, where we live, there's loads of little, like, little offshoot roads and whatnot. And it's quite hard to find places. And I've got like an encyclopedic knowledge of the area that I live in because I've basically never left. I'm a proper... Proper, um, what do you call it? Town, not townie. What's the opposite of a townie? Country boy, um, country bumpkin. Uh, yeah, one of them. Um, and uh, and uh, yeah, so I was like, he was parked up because he didn't know if he was going to go to the left or to the right. So I was like, well, I'll just. But bear in mind, it wasn't just me this guy to go at. It was basically an ambulance looking for someone who needed was in distress, and the man had a go at me. So I told him to go fuck himself. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Like if you can't see that that there the is an, turn an, up an issue they, going like, on, they saw you and they they were like, "I'm oh, not this guy again, yeah. <laughs> not with this fucking direction." <laughs> I'm actually really good at directions. Oh, can you yeah. stay and have a chat with them for like half an hour as well? No, what I generally if someone asks me for directions, I don't even know, don't know the area, or I'm Sam somewhere and I don't live or whatever. Uh, I just give them directions anyway. <laughs> yeah. I've Let's done make that it before. Up. If some uh, some if somebody asks for directions but is quite like abrupt and a bit rude, which has happened because I used to live in London, oh, yeah. um, I would just send them fucking to somewhere random. <laughs> like, so you got there, turn left, left again, and then left again, yeah. and then you're there. 
it was such horrible people. Started. <laughs> it was such horrible people. No wonder, no wonder, no one's liking and sharing the podcast. Does this mean we need to be nicer? No, fuck that. Yeah. No, I suppose I'm. I'm probably too nice actually already. That's what we, we if if we don't if we don't get to five reviews mm. on Apple Podcasts. Within I don't when. think you can leave reviews on Spotify. I think you can leave ratings on Spotify. Um, I was going to issue a threat there, but it's gone. If we don't get to five reviews, what are you going to do? I'm going to be... I'm not going to be angry. Oh, you're going to be the worst one, aren't you? You're going to be disappointed, aren't you? I'm I'm gonna be dissatisfied. Dissatisfied. Yeah. Gloves are off, bitch. You weren't wearing gloves anyway. You're just taking your the skin off your hands off. <laughs> I'm just taking oh, the Johnnies off my fingers. Just red sacks of meat. <laughs> uh, oh, hilarious. So we got um we got uh Dickie Smiles on today, haven't we? We do, yeah. We've got Aaron, Aaron from Dickie Smiles. Looking forward to this one. Seems like an interesting yeah. fellow. No, he seems like a really cool bloke. I've been speaking to him a, a fair bit. I mean, we've we, we tried to book him in three times, and every time yeah, this... something's happened on either end. Yeah, of ours. It's, it's um, been a bit of a, a fuster cluck, isn't it? Cluster fuck. Mm. Whatever one, it, whatever one it is, it's been it's been that. I'm just getting yeah. his. I'm just getting his Instagram up here so I can. Um... I don't know about you, but I know this is very random. But um, you know feel... about me. You've known about me for ages. <laughs> <laughs> I feel a bit more like re-energized since we made the decision to go two weekly with the pod. Yeah, well, when when you told me you wanted to be bi-weekly, I thought it meant something completely different. I'll be honest; I didn't realize you were talking about the podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now does bi-weekly mean twice a week or once every two weeks, or does it mean both things? No, bi-monthly. That's what bi-monthly. Well, bi- yeah. bi-monthly should technically be the same as bi-weekly if you take bi-weekly. Fortnightly, shut up. <laughs> Fortnightly, okay. Right. Jesus. It's not bi-monthly then, is it? Because some months have five weeks in. And that episode, I suppose it ended up with two and a half episodes, won't you? But you can't listen to half an episode. Basically, well, totally you can. Because we're doing the... 26 episodes a year rather than 52. 13 County was in two episodes, so that's was, technically it? half. It yeah. was, wasn't it? Mm. My logic isn't flawed. Oh, technically. <laughs> I think you forgot to carry the one. <laughs> you felt energised anyway. That's not I'm pleased for you. Yeah. Well, I think it just got quite stressful, I think. Yeah. Um, and the stress feels off now. Well, I'm pleased because good. I um, it's given me more time to play Zelda. Fair enough. Uh, you're going to ask me if I bought a Switch yet? Yeah, are you going to be bought a Nintendo Switch yet? No. What the fuck is wrong with you? What's the, matter with you? What's the matter with you? Oh, you need to, this is what you do. You buy a Nintendo Switch, right? right? And then you get Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. And then that's the rest of your life complete. <laughs> Can you buy me one? No. No, you've got to complete your own life. I can't complete someone's <laughs> life for them. You'll play it and you'll be like, I'm sure the listener has played this game by now. You'll play it and you'll be like, 
well, fuck me, Pavel's right. This is the dog's bollocks. Mm. It's really good. Yeah. I, played it just, I played it just before I came on here. Just a little quick 10 minutes, little kill some bacoblins, bosh. Just a little <laughs> relaxation. Lovely. Nice. Lovely. Wonderful. This episode is sponsored by Nintendo. <laughs> it's not, by the way. Nintendo wouldn't sponsor us. I oh, asked no. them. I asked them and they said... Although they um, technically are a brand. But they've been going since like 1800 and something, haven't they? Yeah. Didn't they, what did they make? Was it? They made some card game beforehand, didn't they? We had, uh, we had a quiz the other week, like mm. a, a Zoom quiz. Um, with some family because we went to Sin and Freders. And um, we did a round on technology. Mm. Uh, actually, no, was it us? Was somebody did a round on technology, and that question about Nintendo was in there, and it was like, was Nintendo founded in like, I don't know, fucking 18, fucking 90 or something, or like 1963 or 1973? Yeah, they've been going for like, a long mm, time. Uh, 1973. <laughs> <laughs> and me, yeah. clever clogs, I went, no, let's go. Let's go for the weird. weird yeah, one. but they've been going a long time. Yeah. Mm. They've, um, yeah, card games and that, and now they make computer games, as you all know. They made toys for a little while. I suppose a c- computer console is a toy in a way, isn't it? I don't know, or is it? Depends how you use it. There is that. And if it's a toy, if you use it, I my, my my friend, um, we, we said, <laughs> God, that gl- gloss right. over that one. <laughs> I got I got a friend who's fucking. I'm trying to gloss over that so quickly. Oh my good. Oh my goodness. Oh, oh that's not my proudest boner. Okay, right. <laughs> um, yeah, I got I got a friend who has had a in his lifetime had a string of receiving very very un, either weird or shit presents. Or something's happened, and so every year we sort of take a present that he's had that's been shit when he was a kid, and like for his birthday, send him another copy of it or a version of it. And a couple of Brilliant. years, a, a couple of years ago, basically he bought. He lived. He originally lived in Australia, and um, for for his birthday, he got a Super Nintendo Entertainment System. And about three weeks after they bought the Super Nintendo, they ended up moving back to the UK, and uh, so he bought it back. And he couldn't wait to get the plug adapter for it. <laughs> so he just plugged it into the wall and the thing fucking blew up. <laughs> Brilliant. So, and the, the family couldn't afford to replace it. So he was gutted about it. Anyway, it was his 40th birthday. I think it was last year. And uh, I bought a, an unworking SNES from um, from eBay. It was perfectly, looked perfectly fine, but it wasn't working. And I set fire to the fucking thing. <laughs> so it was all charred and broken. <laughs> Everything like I had the, the 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 controllers. I wrapped them up like nicely and set fire to them, and then wrapped them all up with a bow, and then shipped it to him anonymously. <laughs> if, if he listens, this will be when he finds out. <laughs> oh, welcome you'll, you'll, to the cremated console club. There, there was also one one there, one thing where he wanted to he wanted to go on holiday or something. For his, wanted to go somewhere. And instead of that, his mum and dad got him a sleeping bag, like it's a birthday present. And his dad, apparently, his dad said, "Because I know his brothers really well, and they they fucking lost their shit over this." His dad said, "Boy, we got you a sleeping bag because it's the king of presents." <laughs> <laughs> so one year we got a bunch of us just to send him loads of sleeping bags, and 
He received like 15 sleeping bags. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm never telling you any of my deepest dark secrets. No, I will use just them use against, against me. you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will, I will weaponize it. Never tell me anything. Oh, oh fuck it out. I know. Like Paul weaponized your love of knives, didn't they? Yeah, he did. Swine. I was looking at buying a new knife the other day. What are you looking at getting? Um, I was looking at the uh, was it the Gerber? Which one? one I know all of I them. Can't remember, I can't remember which one it was. Pocket it knife, had... multi tool. No, it was a, it was a pocket knife. Um, but it had this like it had like a wasn't didn't have like a pointy end basically. If it was Warncliffe, it probably had the bamboo inlay, the black one with the bamboo inlay. Yeah, yeah, that was the one. <laughs> I told anyway, you, I know I every like, knife, mate. <laughs> but I was, I was like looking, and at, at the same time, I was like, um, I was doing a bit of shopping for holiday, and I was just going on uh, loads of websites, all of the brands that have like you know with mm. had on and stuff, like that, and I was just like, just having a little browse in that, and I went on uh, Hoopla, and Scott has got a. Uh, pocket knife up on there. What? Have you seen it? No. Well, cool. Tiny little. Oh knife. no, the little tiny ones. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he was talking to us about them on the pod, wasn't he? Was it? Yeah, he mentioned it. He said he said he was doing it at the time. I'm sure he did. Or maybe I'm imagining it, but I'm sure they they look like they were almost engraved on them. Yeah, yeah. It's like laser, laser. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The trust no one pocket knife. I'm sure he mentioned yeah. it. Yeah, I was like, I might buy one of them. It might have been the first time we recorded it. <laughs> that he mentioned. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 they're cool, aren't they? Yeah, the did lost buy... episode. So did you buy one? No, not yet. Hmm. Next told me off because I was looking at knives. <laughs> they're, they're the world's best tool. I'll send you some knives. You, what you need is a QSP penguin. That's the that's the way forward. Paul, sign me up to the jack of all knives. <laughs> Is that, is that who knife is called? Cool. AS Color make a knife now. Do they? Yeah. Are they like turning a, into Supreme? It's like a box. You've not seen all their accessories they have on the AS Color website. AS Color, however you say it. What, Do you say AS Color or AS Color? Yeah. They've got fucking dog oh, bowls. What? <laughs> I'm not joking. I'm being deadly serious. <laughs> I don't believe you. Oh, I don't believe you. I'm going to have a look. Accessories. Oh my god, they do. <laughs> I told you. What I told you. Yeah. Where the fuck has all this come from? They start it's been the past couple of months, I think they've been doing it. They've always Take done the hangers and stuff. But yeah, they've got the drinks bottle and pencils, the stone notebook. I don't understand. Oh, they've, they've got the, a basketball hoop. I was knew you were gonna I'm say the basketball hoop. I'm getting one of them. Yeah. Dog bowls. I, I do like the utility stool, but I'm pretty sure Those I've got that exact same stool. Actually pretty nice. Yeah, the canvas aprons are nice. Have you seen the, see the knife? Utility knife? Bosh. Yeah, yeah. Take measure? Yeah, I don't really want a utility knife. I just find it a bit dull. I want, like, something I can... If it's dull, you can just change the blade. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> when I go on, um... Uh... I want to go on Rala wise. For some reason, I always go to the like, um, what is it? I get out. Three, three pounds seventy five for a fucking mug, mate. 
six pounds seventy-five for the fucking drinks bowl. That's basically a Nalgene that drinks bowl. Yeah, every time I every time I go on Rala, I like I end up going to like the print embroidery section. I'm just mm. like, I've looked at it like a hundred times. I know what's there, but I, I can't even see it because I'm not logged in on this fucking computer. Um, and I'm just like, should I buy, buy a vinyl cutter? I've got one you can borrow. Um, no, if you like it. To. Well, I'd, I'd do it fucking all day at the other job. Well, not just that screen print as well, obviously, but it's a bit of everything. I don't think their selection is very good, though, is it? No. It's no, really it's shit, actually. Uh, MDP, I used to get all my stuff from. I did all that. MDP? MDP supplies, yeah. They're really good for vinyl, but it's like industrial length, strength, length, width. Um, You can buy it. You, if you want, like, sheets of, even, like, for stickers and that, you can buy them like A4 size, and then you can buy them in a roll at 24 inches wide, a roll at 510 wide, a roll at 620 wide, and then a roll at 1280 yeah. wide. It's really good. Ooh, how much are they? They've got all the um, you want MDP? buttons for the Hotronics. What, an MDP? Yeah, and I believe yeah, they are cheaper than target transfers they're really good i've been i've been ordering from them for fucking years darcy has gone for a wee and that means i have to sing a song i'm gonna sing a song based on all the shit in his room that i can't see boxes clothes rail waste paper basket guitar and a picture on the wall and don't forget one of those things that helps you fold t-shirts Hello, Darcy. How was your wee? You are back now talking to me. I am going to see if you can hear what I am saying to you. Welcome back from having a wee wee. Thanks for the, uh, the, the, the intro theme, too. Yeah, it's good, isn't it? Mm. Oh, what are we doing? Right, Aaron is here and waiting. Bosh, so let's do this. Let's make this happen. Get him in. Get Mr. Dicky Smiles in. Mr. Dicky Smiles. <laughs> there he is. Let's connect him mm. to audio. He's a little hand. <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Beadle. Hello. Hey. How's it going? Hey, I'm all right, dude. Can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're yeah, good. Can- are you fine, mate? How's it going? Yeah, very well. Thank you, mate. Sorry, thank you. I sorry to make you wait. I didn't quite finish That's my dinner right. on time. That's all right. We'll let, <laughs> we'll let you off. We'll let you off. Nice. Oh, thanks all for right, having me on. No, no, thanks for coming on. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. We're looking forward to this. Yes. <laughs> so are you guys, are you guys, are you guys like a double team then? It depends who you ask. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
We, uh, we double team sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Darcy started his podcast coming up a year ago now um, with with someone else, and then I jumped on from episode thirteen onwards. Um, but nice. we, we, we we're friends because we actually started talking because we were both on a different podcast about screen printing um and we both ended up being guests on that and we ended up getting friendly after that um, oh wicked so yeah and we shared a hotel room later a few months later and the rest is history yeah <laughs> yeah that baby still hasn't really, come out i, <laughs> <laughs> I don't i didn't really have a choice i asked pass to have to book two rooms and he just booked the one he's like you're staying with me tonight <laughs> <laughs> yeah i booked a single bed as well <laughs> That is that's true friendship. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, I wouldn't call it friendship. It's more just like a, a captor and the victim. <laughs> captor and victim. <laughs> well, oh, anyway, how's stock on how's things, now? mate? Yeah, yeah, things, things are good, man. Things are good. Things are good. Yeah. I got my I got my daughter with me tonight, so she's just chilling over there. She might pop her head in at some point. Hello, she says hello. Hello, daughter. Hello. Hello, daughter. Uh, yeah, I said you know, I had to have that. I had to have the chat that you have to have with your kids, which is like, look, you can be yourself, but don't say anything that's like really, really weird. <laughs> don't like drop me in it, but you can be on it. But please don't put me in that situation. <laughs> I shouldn't worry. I've said some weird shit on it. I really won't worry too much. It's all good. Wicked. Have us said some heinous things on here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if I think it, I say it. It's as simple as yeah. that. Oh, yeah. that's brilliant! brilliant. Oh, that's you good. don't, you don't have much of a filter, mate. <laughs> I do. It's just not a very good one. <laughs> Imagine all the things yeah. that are in my head that I don't say. Oh, jeez, Lou, I would be arrested. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the vault no. is full. It is. Yeah. It is. The, the code. The code is good on that one. <laughs> God, I imagine if. Do you think the vault opens up again when you're on your deathbed and you just get fucking, flooded with, oh, flooded with all not. the shit that you can't keep in anymore? Oh my God, I hope not. <laughs> I really hope not, because they'll they'll somehow they'll find a way for me to die twice. <laughs> they'll, they'll use they'll use modern science to just bring you back a few bring you years. back to life. Yeah. I think I think I get the I get the the saying shit you shouldn't say for my dad because. I can remember at least at least probably ten occasions, and that's that's really underestimate. When my dad has asked a lady when their baby is due, and they have just been <laughs> rotund, um, and he doesn't do it on purpose. He generally thinks he just likes talking to people, particularly like if someone looks pregnant, he wants to help them or whatever. And the amount of times he's done it is unreal. But he just doesn't care. He's just like, oh well, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> he's done it so many times brilliant yeah. fucking hell yeah. um, so before we uh, jump into it then mate do you want to give us a little intro to you your brand and what you do and all that yeah no worries so I'm Aaron uh, and I run Dickie Smiles uh, and everybody thinks I'm Dickie Smiles now like literally <laughs> everyone's like hey you're Dickie and I'm like fine <laughs> that's cool I'll go with that <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm Aaron. Uh, I run Dickie Smiles, which is an independent brand that started about three years ago. And basically, I broke down my own name and came up with Dickie Smiles and then 
thought that that dude sounded like some kind of 1930s gangster. So then I started looking at uh, 1930s artwork like Fleischmann Studios stuff like uh, like Macbeth was a big inspiration for who who does all the artwork for the dudes old Disney like rubber band characters and whatever and then created my own version of the style and that's what I used to illustrate all of my designs so the the, the brand is actually based around Dickie Smiles as a character and his cohort Antichrist Mallard and the two of them <laughs> <laughs> the two of them make this kind of surreal little world where anything positive i want to say i can channel it through dicky because he's like a fun loving dude you know the end is nigh but let's all just have a laugh and anything pessimistic and evil i can channel through her because she's just a prick <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, hilarious! I if you've got that. if you've got Antichrist Mallard, you could yeah. also have Holy Duck. Oh my God, you really could! <laughs> yes, you absolutely could. Well, the, the reason why there's a little mind blower for you. <laughs> yeah. Well, I actually I went through a couple of ideas, and one of them was so I got Dicky Smiles. Mm. So I thought maybe I could have Fanny Frowns, but then I thought <laughs> no. <laughs> but then I was like, wait a second, no. This is going down the wrong direction. Hello, mate. Hello. Hello. This, is, this is this is Willow, a, aka Asica, the Wolf Queen. <laughs> oh, the Wolf Queen. Yeah, so I get so you know I don't know if you've got if you've got kids, but sometimes they go through a yeah. phase of like I don't want my name anymore that you spent ages trying to choose. I want to be someone else, and that's yeah. what's happening right now. <laughs> we've got Af- we've got Africa. Don't bite me. I got I got a friend who for a little while his son insisted we called him the Snake God. Oh my God, that's <laughs> because, incredible! Because he thought snakes could like feel him. He was like, and he literally came out. He turned around one day and went, "From now on, I am the Snake God." <laughs> that's like a Slytherin. That. Yeah, <laughs> he was only about Harry four. Potter. <laughs> I am the Snake God. Yeah, that's brilliant. such a cool character. Yeah, he's a good lad. Yeah. He's he's 11 now, so we never let him forget it. Every card I write to him, (laughs) dear snake god, happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Getting old. I don't want him, it says to act like You want to be the snake god? It's it's free. No. No. He has has relinquished. The doll has been relinquished. I still act like a five-year-old. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So Willow actually helps me um, quite a lot with the brand. Oh, interesting. Um, so it's kind of cool. Kind of cool that she's here because she. Um, so every other weekend when the kids come over, I I run a shop every weekend down in the local harbour, and um, it's like a it's a live custom print studio. So we do custom printing of all of the designs that we've got on the spot. So it's like a tattoo parlor for clothes, basically. Oh, that's and cool. It's cool, man. And Willow's real, like she helps me. At, uh, sorry, Asica helps me. <laughs> Helps him a lot with the stalls. So she deals with customers, gets people's transfers, lays out their T-shirts and just generally swindles me for money. <laughs> well, it sounds like you're making her work, to be fair. I don't know. There's a lot. I think there's a swindling going on. Yeah, well, it's the I other way know. around. I think, <laughs> I think the ratio is a little bit skewed, but yeah. no, it's cool. This is cool. There's other kids down there. Are they going to do Bicky Smiles with their temporary tattoos? No, not yet. I don't know. Oh, so what she's talking about is I once tried to get my clothes in a, a little kind of, it's a lovely, unique uh, kids shop in Folkestone, my hometown. 
but they were concerned about the name Dicky Smiles and the word Dick. So they were like, oh, I don't know if we can have that brand in here, but we love your stuff. So then mm. they suggested that they would stock it if it didn't have my branding, like my name on it. Right. So once upon a time, when I did my first market, we bought our paper bags to give people stuff. But A, I bought the wrong size, so they were tiny and um, <laughs> they weren't printed. So I got the kids to all write Dicky Smiles and try and draw the logo. And this lad who we know, he was much younger then and he couldn't spell very well. He kept writing Bicky Smills on all the bands. <laughs> so then we really suggested sweet. to this. It was cute, actually. So we suggested to this shop that we could make like an official phony brand, like an official ripoff mm. called okay. Bicky Smills. But <laughs> the problem was, the problem with a lot of my ideas is that it requires people to be in my head and to know who we actually are for them to work. <laughs> so I was like... Yeah. No, we can't start making a sub brand of Dicky Smiles when we've got like a hundred followers on Instagram. Like no one will get it. <laughs> no one will understand. And what if Bicky Smiles becomes more popular? Then I have to change the brand name to Bicky Smiles, and that's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, you know what this is, right? This is it's, it's, it's industrial espionage. There's some in the future, like you're massive, and they've sent this little kid back in time <laughs> to ruin your business like from the, the start. It's like, like the Terminator. Yeah, it's basically the Terminator, uh, but for clothing. <laughs> that kid, that kid was the T1000. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was, yeah, when it, when it, when he was done with his work, he just molded back into an American cop. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I actually, oh, I once, I once had a toy. I swapped a toy with a kid of the T T one thousand, and um, it was when you pressed the button, his whole torso flipped forward to reveal two missiles that were inside the toy, but he, he didn't give me the missiles, so it was just totally useless. I remember being totally <laughs> shafted by this kid and getting home with my new T Terminator thing, and it was shit. We need Dad, to hunt this person no down. Yeah, we need to, uh, no, go and look in the go and look over there. Okay. Off job. Yeah, we need to find him. Yeah. Should we do that on the yeah, podcast? Hopefully he's him. still a kid. <laughs> <laughs> hopefully he's still a kid. <laughs> oh, hilarious. Oh, oh, brilliant. We don't we do not condone the, the beating up of children, even if they don't give you the toy that you so rightfully deserve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Unless they are actually sent from the future, which would make them older than us. Yeah. Would it? Oh wait, wait. I don't if think it kid, would. If mm. a kid came back from the future, yeah, could, mm. are you allowed to beat them up? No, I don't think so. Because they're still no. a kid, even though yeah. they're like a thousand. When, years when, old. when you time travel, your age doesn't actually change, does it? No. Also, they would have had to have come from before, not after. If they come yeah, after, then they're yeah. always younger than you. Yeah. I don't make the rules. That's just how time works. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. We'll just stick to fighting adults. I had I had a lady say to me when um, well, I think it was a passport office or something. It was something to do with my passport, and she opened it up, and there was the picture of me, and I had hair in that at the time, like not like I don't have so much now. And she went, oh, you look younger in this photo. Tab lost his hair and grew a hat. Yeah. <laughs> but she said, you, you look younger in this photo. And I said, I hate to break it to you, but I'm younger in every photo that, that has ever existed of me <laughs> because that's that's how time works. Whoa! <laughs> and she was like, whoa! <laughs> she was like, what about a more recent photo of you? Like, Even if it's a more recent photo of me, 
The photo was still taken in the past. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the poor lady. The poor lady. She didn't deserve oh my that. God. She didn't. Yeah, she didn't deserve. And then her. Death. And then her son went on to um to scam some guy out of the missiles from a T one thousand toy. <laughs> oh, I've completely forgotten where we were at and where we got to and what we were talking about. But uh, I think I was going on about the brand, who my characters are. And I think that was it, right? And then Willow came over and shook up the whole scene. I don't, oh, sorry, I don't think I don't I don't think she's called Willow. Oh, sorry, Asuka. There we go, <laughs> Asuka. Not Willow. The reason why I didn't like the name is because it sounds a bit like Arsenica. <laughs> oh, what is it with you and getting names like that? Oh, God. Oh, that's brilliant. Oh. Hilarious. Oh, you could definitely, you definitely couldn't call a no, dog no, that. Imagine no, shouting that. Leave me alone. No, I didn't mean it. I love you. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I'll oh, try, thanks. I'll try very hard. Oh, oh you mean your daughter? Okay, sorry. Yeah. Come on, off you trot. <laughs> off you trot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is it? You know my character, Lemon Girl. Your character? Oh, yes, I do. You know that other weird character that I just made yeah. on play? Yeah. You should put that on for your painting. Okay, I will. Wait, can I show them it? What? Like, model. Show them the model. Yeah, sure. <laughs> She's Willow, Willow made a... Willow... Ask, oh! Asuka made a model, uh, a, a clay model, and she wants to show it to you. Oh, okay. Tim boil off, it was just okay. to drip him. That's very they, good. They got right up to oh, the camera. Okay. So it's like, it's like yeah, that definitely needs to go on a t shirt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I like the way it's in total despair. What's he called? Or she called? Or it? It's a monster. What is it? No. Did you? Did you? Was this taken from that show that's got the the monsters in it? No, you made it up. No, it was supposed to be green, but it doesn't look like green. So. Oh, is green the name of the character? It's uh, like games from a game. Oh. Maybe it's it's very cool. I wish it's I could make cool. things it that really look like the things I wanted them to look like. <laughs> I can't even do that with t-shirts for customers. <laughs> <laughs> Hubbub, hubbub, hubbub. Yeah, I um, God, I, I, I actually haven't drawn or created something in the real world for years now. I do everything on like digitally on my iPad now, and mm, I, yeah. I actually have a little paper sketchbook now. Sorry, but can we move over a bit? I have, I have a paper sketchbook, and if I, if I draw something wrong in my sketchbook, I double tap the paper with my fingers. <laughs> Expecting it to revert, and I'm like, "What? What am I doing? Where, where's the undo button?" Yeah, there is no undo button. But when I first, when I first started, I used to do these big pictures, and like I'd have to draw them and then cut them into smaller, scannable pictures, mm. scan mm. them all in so that they would then rejoin on, and then I'd have to line them all up and do that on Photoshop. It was an absolute nightmare. And then I'd and then I'd ink it all over again on. Um, on the computer and then try and block colour it in. Man, that took forever. That, that wasn't that long ago either, really, that people were No, doing, is it? it not wasn't really. That. No, it wasn't. Relatively recent. Mm. Like, I remember I when Photoshop brought out the auto-align feature where mm. you could, like, dump in a couple of pictures and it would automatically, like, clunk them together like a, like a puzzle. 
and that, right. that blew my mind. And that, I say it wasn't that long. I was, I was at university at the time, so it was probably. Well, I remember I got, I got my iPad Pro <laughs> a few years ago, and uh, me naively, I was like, oh, they're going to have like the full version of like Illustrator on there and all that. It's going to be great and all this. Blah, blah. <laughs> Bought the iPad Pro for fucking silly money, and I was like, oh, the Illustrator app doesn't exist. For the iPad, yeah. No. <laughs> I was just like, fuck's sake. No. Um, and then I listened uh, over to Procreate. And that is an incredible bit of software. That's yeah, like, I, I couldn't I live agree. without it now. I think I paid £6 for Procreate probably about yeah. six years ago. Yeah. And I'm it's, still using it. Yeah. And then you get Adobe, you bunch of C-U-N-T-S's, um, charging however much it is for a creative cloud subscription which is uh, yeah. ridiculous but, yeah, but have you yeah. seen the generative ai stuff they've got now have you seen the videos of it no people are like that there's like a picture of like someone's used a couple of album covers and it's like a picture of like a head or whatever and they select it then they expand it and mm. then select the inverse of the picture and then just do generate rest of image Dunk! and it is filling in everything in like perfectly Whoa! Yeah, and there, there was one where a guy—it was literally just a picture. A, a, a guy took a photo of himself, like a passport photo. So you just you just see his shoulders and the collar of his t-shirt against a white background, and then he selected it and then made the canvas bigger and then said, "Right, uh, put me in a, a dark blue suit with a red tie with green hedges in the background with a pool at my feet." Enter, dunk, and literally like thirty seconds later, there's this picture that looked like it was just taken of him, and it's adjusted all the lighting and everything. It's insane. Yeah, that's it's crazy. Like, crazy. It's crazy. The what way, they do now. the way that like the whole digital art is going is like I don't really know how to feel about it yet. Mm. It's like part it's of it just is like become it's a tool. really cool. Yeah, I get that, but then I think from the consumer's point of view, or like I don't know, a business's point of view, who's looking to get I don't know a, a new logo or a t-shirt design or whatever i think it's going to potentially eliminate that area of graphic design people mm, are maybe. working on a kind of a bit more like the custom the, like on the custom scene sort of thing um well basically yeah. what's happened is photoshop and that has become it's now what people who've never used photoshop before always yeah. thought photoshop did it's yeah. that, that, that's how good it is now <laughs> finally yeah. like it's, it's it's fucking mental i haven't got yeah. it because i've still got an old version of photoshop i i mean i've just got my <laughs> ipad so oh right <laughs> yeah i always used to do the same <laughs> on my old computer yeah <laughs> i'm sure they're watching oh cybernet's but... coming for you no nah, they don't mm. adobe don't care about me no, actually, about, Adobe are like Disney, mate. The cease and desist letter's coming in like within the next like half an hour. Yeah, no, it's, it's going to happen before the end of the video. No, it'd be fine. I'm not worried. Not worst case scenario, I'll just buy a subscription. Like Worst case scenario. <laughs> and then they're like, we're going to backdate this for the last <laughs> 10 years. Well, I just, I just, nev- I just never... <laughs> <laughs> I started be spending a lot of fucking money. When, when, when I was at university, About we had four a, and a half grand. We had a guy come round, and he wasn't like from Adobe. He was from. He was basically like selling like software that we would use, and we get it heavily discounted. And he was basically telling us to pirate it. He was like, "Just pirate it." But what he said, "Yeah, just, yeah. if you if you can't get it from me cheap, then just find another way of doing it." 
And he was like, what? He said, because they all want you to use it. All these companies want you to use it. So they'd rather you had it so that when you went to work somewhere, work for yourself, then you want to pay for it because you used it yeah. the, the entire for like 10 years or whatever. And I was like, Jesus. So it's his fault, really. I'm sure, sure I, him. I'm sure I have got a legitimate copy of it somewhere. I definitely don't. I can't even run it anymore. Like my iPad doesn't run the old programs. Yeah, that I neither can I. That's my that's same here. Neither can I. Definitely. Yeah, not. I just use Procreate. And then if I have to do a vector, oh, such a fucking nightmare. If I have to do a vector, I just send it to a mate. I'm just like, can you sort that out? You've got got so, a vector buddy. I just work. Adobe, yeah, I've got um, a vector buddy. Yeah. Uh, what's it called? Adobe? Is it Adobe? No, Adobe Fresco. Have you used that, that? Is that the animating one? No, it's it's the it's like the vector drawing app on um, Illustrator oh, okay. uh, on iPad. It's it's basically like a tiny version of Illustrator for the iPad. Right, okay. Um, I don't, I don't even know if you need like a Creative Cloud account for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll check it good. out. Yeah, well, what it's, I found... it's, it's basic, but it yeah, is yeah. vector and it's it's decent for what it is. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've, I've I've used a couple of like freebie ones, hmm. but I find that sometimes, like in some of my illustrations, right, there's quite there's lots of tattoos on the characters, and they're all like hand drawn on my iPad. But when you put it through a, a vectorizing thing, it just kind of like it's it rounds everything and makes all these like organic shapes, kind of like yeah, yeah. computerized. Hmm. And I just can't unsee. That it suddenly looks like lots of different shapes laying on top of each other, rather mm. than an actual—I don't know. There's something about it that it loses something. I find maybe it's just because I'm doing it badly. But then there are people that can vectorize it like perfectly. But yeah. whenever I do I mean, it, it just looks all like blobby and crap. Hmm. They're using yeah. Illustrator Image Trace, I think, is the. Um... Yeah, but I mean, even with even with image traces, like when you delve into like the advanced settings and stuff, you can get it like pretty spot on. Yeah, you can. Like get you it can good. adjust like the thresholds your... and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And it's like it does take a lot of playing around to get it perfect. And sometimes it's just not possible. But it's you know, I mean, for 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 your stuff in particular, because it is like really well rounded and stuff, and it's not like I guess like overly complicated. Like mm. it should be should be fairly easy to to do like i mean in like you know illustrator anyway but how have we gone down this rabbit hole so quickly i've no idea well (laughs) (laughs) to be fair like i don't do a lot of vector stuff it's just because i when i get things because i print dtf now um Mm. they prefer it if you use a vector so that they don't have to fuck around with your image basically but i just i i just say look you're gonna have to use a raster file just have it and figure it out and they're great with it is so. that like a normal file but um it smokes weed yeah that's right <laughs> 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 i'm so sorry you i'll tell you you really remind me of a guy i lived with when i was at university like, you even look a bit like him it's a bit weird it is it is me how have you been he was he was from folkestone as well was he yeah yeah, a guy called Brad who used to live with many, many moons ago. It's that's weird. My best mate's called Brad. Brad, no, he, he, he's got black hair though. Yeah, yeah. Brad had dark hair, really long hair. Yeah. Wait, what Did was he... his second name? <laughs> Wheatley. What? Shut up. Are you serious? I shut the fuck up, mate. That's my best mate. I'm in a band with him. I haven't spoken no. to him for about ten years. 
Fuck! Right, I've not, I've not been able to get hold of him. I'm not being, he, came, he came to Christmas at my house one year because he didn't have anywhere to go, and he, oh. and he, and he we showed him a real, good, real, like, real fun Christmas. I used to, I used to live with him. Yeah, we. Did you go to his birthday party in Canterbury where you got the one where he fell down the stairs? And yeah, that was the house. That's why I lived with him. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I was there. I was at that party. <laughs> Oh my so you, god! So you two have actually known each other for years, <laughs> and I'm I, I'm the third wheel here. <laughs> oh my god! I cannot believe it. That was my house. I lived with him there. Jesus Christ! Yeah, that That's I remember brilliant. seeing. Oh my god! Seeing Brad in the morning on that, but right because he'd broken his arm that that night. He yeah. went down the stairs holding like a pint of rum and coke. Yeah. Hit the wall at the bottom, and he still had the fucking rum and coke in his hand, but yeah. he broke his arm. Yeah, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh my god! That's, yeah, because because yeah, he made a cape for that evening called the Cape of Brad. Do you remember? Yeah. Everyone had to come dressed as Brad, and whoever was the most Brad got to take yeah, home the yeah. cape of Brad. Yeah, that's right. Whoever was, whoever was the most radical yeah. <laughs> got the cape. Mate, it got at some point it got vile. People were being horrible to each other. They were spitting on each other. They were throwing drinks everywhere. Like it, yeah, was, it was great. It, it was wonderful. It was a great experience. I know I helped clean up the next day. Yeah, I so <laughs> so basically, Brad. Uh, yeah, I grew up with Brad in Folkestone, mm. and um, but whenever he's out of flat, I've tended to just go there and just hang around and not pay rent until the point <laughs> where this flatmate says, "Look, is this guy living here?" <laughs> um, but yeah, Brad's the bassist in the band that we formed. Oh, so amazing! We- we were in a band called Skull Tank for like 10, 12 years with a dude called Chester. And the mm. three of us did like anti-litter death sludge and um, basically screaming about picking up your litter. And uh, that's kind of... That's kind of, that's kind of <laughs> oh, hilarious. <laughs> uh, so we did that for like 10, 12 years. And now we've just formed a new band called God Rot, which is like, it's somewhere between like death metal and like bluesy, sludgy, angry shit but mm. brad plays bass in the band i do guitar and a couple of other mates <laughs> Fucking yeah hell. What incredible are, what are the odds of that <laughs> oh. <laughs> i was cool. actually messaging him before i got on the thing with you tell him pav says hello and, uh, and i wish him well <laughs> yeah nice yeah he's doing well he's the he's the he, he helps run the boating company in um down at Westgate Steps in Canterbury. Oh, bless him. So he's like the head boatman manager guy. Yeah. Um, so he's been working on the punt in the river for like 12 years. He always was a massive punt. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Bloody basis punt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I know that was a bit of a, of a, a sidebar to the, to the episode, but fuck me, that is hilarious. That is, that is a real incredible. smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> Just sitting there thinking, because you do look a bit like him. Like you got you got long hair and, and a chiseled and a face, yeah, and a face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, something in the water down in folks, isn't there? It's got to be. Yeah, I think so. Oh, the estrogen. It's weird because I was trying to I was trying to look for him like <laughs> like online or whatever, and I couldn't really find him or anything I thought was him. But now I know how to get hold of him. Yeah, yeah dude. So... Wank, were you? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> trying to get that fucking cape. <laughs> you just need to break a piece of your body. Uh, we'll get it then. Oh, broke my soul that place. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that has really tickled me. Oh, where were we, Darcy? Because you, 
Yeah, is there, is there a structure? Yeah, sort of, yeah. Yeah, normally. Sort of, yeah. <laughs> uh, where were we? Fucking hell. <laughs> did we ask we how the brand was born? We did, didn't we? Yeah. Um, yeah, sort my of. name's Aaron Richard Miles, so Richard Miles became Dickie Smiles. There we go. And uh, I've been banging on about starting a brand for years. I tried a couple of different ones. I tried like dark future designs. So I thought I was going to like design loads of cool, nasty shit for people. And then I tried King Crayons. So I thought, yeah, you know, like like the Apple Pencils, like the king of all the crayons, man. And then uh, they were. That is a cool name, to be fair. Well, I'd, uh, yeah, but I, then I just thought, ah, oh, they're a bit wank. So I just dropped them. So then eventually, sitting around with a mate, Chester, actually, who I mentioned earlier, just came up with Dicky Smiles. And then I just, I just had a stroke of luck with the logo. Like I just drew it and it looked cool and yeah it's uh, really it is really cool isn't it thank you i've drawn a lot of not cool logos for, and, the, for uh, the listeners it's the it's basically the rock sign back. it's the rock sign personified isn't it basically as a face yeah it's that heavy metal horn yeah. with your hand but as a yeah. glove yeah yeah it's really um, really cool what's cool is it fits in with all all of your designs it sort of has a it's informed the style of everything else as well, isn't it? Like That's there's, right, yeah. And it's it's included. And I've got your Instagram up here as well. I'm looking at it as we as we sort of talk. And nice. um, yeah, it's. Oh, I'm gonna. I mean this in a nice way. It really reminds me of Mambo. <laughs> yeah, cool. Like you know, a Mambo always have the farting dog somewhere. Mm. Like, and they <laughs> they've got like quite a, a quite a distinctive even if the dog's got a different pose or doing something different the way it's drawn you yeah. know it's you know it's a mambo dog and you've yeah, got yeah. that same sort of vibe wicked that's cool yeah that's what you need really you need that that's what i aim for is to try and be myself and that mm. is enough like people mm. get it um even when i'm drawing something that's not even containing my characters because not all of my designs have dicky and mallard in Mm. um which it's just the way it goes sometimes they just don't fit the the theme or the the joke or whatever but yeah i still want that to come through i I want people to recognize so so i suppose what's kind of nice is aside from like the big designs that you have that people come down and you put on t-shirts for them yeah with the smaller stuff effectively everyone's t-shirt or jumper or hat where they take away is different yeah man so what i did was i basically used to get everything done print and demand Mm. and it was shit and then i didn't make any money and i was rubbish at the online stuff so i wasn't really selling anything and what i did sell i made such a small amount of profit and then i was paying such a huge amount of money to get my own wholesale made for for selling at stalls so i wasn't then making profit face to face either Mm. but i saw the potential in selling in face to face because i sold a million times more things to people at popular markets and in my little shop than i have done online so yeah i decided to get my own heat press and because i got the heat press um it suddenly meant i could print shit on demand for people on the spot so what i did was i treated it like a tattoo parlor so like you can go into a tattoo parlor and you can choose the flash i'll have number 31 and i'll have it here i've done the same thing so i've done like three or four a3 sheets of completely random mad shit like from maces and skulls to like bone pentagrams and fucking rainbows or whatever there's just loads of mad stuff on there and people go oh i'll have that that and that and then i give them what they want and i give them the garment they've chosen 
And then I leave them to it. I made, built a little area where people can actually use tape to stick it on the clothes where they want to put them. Mm, and as long as they stay away from cool. a seam, I just, you know, I can print it. I said, if they can fit in the machine and it can fit on there, then we can do it. And then I just, I don't even fuck around with it. Like I used to try and get involved and help the kids or whatever. I'm like, no, just leave them to it. And then they, uh, I just, they give them to me and then I print it on the spot. It takes about 10 minutes. And then they actually get something they genuinely helped make. Um, it's great because they're, because really... you're like, they're going to be really proud of that. Yeah. So they're going to walk around, they're going to wear it. It's going to like, generally speaking, if, if, if you're doing something for yourself like that, you, you always want to make it a bit different. So you're always going to put something in a bit of a slightly wacky place, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. So people are always going to go, that's cool. Why is that printed there? And then they'll say, oh, well, I went down to this place. I went down to Dickie Smiles and I got to choose where it went sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's an annoyingly clever um, <laughs> strategy, <laughs> actually. <laughs> well, well it, it, kind of, uh, it kind of came about because I had to... I, I did fuck all the last two years, basically. And then I, was, I, I got to a point where the brand was like, is this, am, I, am I really doing this? Like, I work full-time. I make furniture and restore antiques. I've got the kids every other weekend. Uh, single dad vibes. I've got this side project that's eating all my money. Do I really, you know, am I really doing this or is it just a thing that I'm reluctant to admit is dead? So then I, this year I was like, right, I happened to get a message from an old, where well, I used to do a market. They're like, right, we scrapped all the markets, but you can have this fancy shop. So I, um, I thought I'd just go for it. So I just hired it for the summer. And now I'm in a small community of like market traders. We've all got these wooden huts and it's awesome. Like everyone comes down to this area of Folkestone to drink on the weekends. Bank holidays are banging and it's just the right place to be for me right now. And mm. it's, and in order to get that place, I had to um, make a business proposal and I just had to make up a lot of shit. And I was like, <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> So I was like, right, it's going to be this. It's going to be Dickie Smiles Fun Time Emporium, and it's going to Smiles a... Fun Time Emporium. Yeah, that's, that's what brilliant. I, said. <laughs> I was like, that's what it's going to be called, and Ooh. we're going to have, uh, we're going to have like, we're going to have a Wheel of Doom. That's what we're going to have, and they were like, oh, Wheel of Doom, that sounds good. You can have the shop. I'm like, right, fuck it. What is what is a Wheel of Doom, <laughs> mate? Like, I was messaging all my friends, right? I've got to make a bloody Wheel of Doom now because they're expecting it. Anyway, the Wheel of Doom's been... Ch- the, the idea was the wheel, the wheel of Doom was going to be a way for people to choose... Well, it's either you pay a quid and you spin the wheel and you could win a prize or you might get like a shit prize, which is funny. Mm. Um, or the other thing was if people are quite indecisive, so they can't always choose what they want out of the options. So now I've scrapped the Wheel of Doom for the moment and instead I'm going to have the Kneel of Fortune and you spin, <laughs> you spin Neil Buchanan's face... And then he's got an arrow on his forehead, and then he points. (laughs) (laughs) Oh Oh my god! God. And then he points to the transfer. Oh, jeez, Louise! (laughs) (laughs) Bloody brilliant! Yeah, that's brilliant. I love that. I met I met Neil Buchanan recently. Did you? Yeah, yeah. I bent down to pat this, stroke this dog because I've got, I've got this, I've got, I've made myself. So a... you bent down to pat Neil Buchanan? No. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's really short. 
<laughs> yeah, the, the reason he that those massive drawings he did weren't massive. He's just fucking tiny. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I've I've made this resolution where every dog I meet, I'm gonna if I can get close to it, I'm gonna ask if I can pet it because I love dogs. And I'm like, well, I don't pet enough dogs, so I was like, I'm gonna pet every dog. And I was walking along and I saw these two little dogs, and I didn't even look at the people. I was like, can I pet your dogs? He's like, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. And I went down and I pet the dog. And I stood up and I looked at this guy in the face and I went, huh, you're going to be cunning. He went, yeah. I was like, sweet. <laughs> I t- told him I thought he was awesome. And uh, yeah, that was it. He was brilliant. Yeah, he's just a fucking, but he's got like a little little D'Artagnan moustache at the moment. So he looks like, looks like he's going to like pistols at dawn sort of thing at the minute. But he's, he's really fucking cool. What is he doing nowadays? You know, he was he in a fresh metal band. No. Google it now. Google it now. (laughs) I'm going to Google that. Hold on. I'll see. Have you got a way of Googling it, Aaron? Oh, Google shit. Oh, hold up. Hold up. Thrash metal. Yeah, I'm sure it's thrash metal. Definitely metal band. (sighs) Yeah. Marseille, he was in. Yeah, bloody hell. Yeah. Played the axe. That's going to make you love him even more. Yeah. <laughs> he's a cool dude. Today's episode is sponsored by Neil Buchanan and Art Attack. <laughs> Breaking the rules. But not that weird clay head dude. He creeped the oh, fuck out of he me. Was freaky, yeah. mate. Yeah. Hello again. Really it's me, <laughs> the head. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's an adult. I love head. But as a kid, that thing <laughs> scared the shit out of me. It's the same with. Um... Spitting image. It was yeah. the same kind of horror. Yeah, that I would didn't, get didn't, from didn't do anything for me. I have to say, mind's blown after learning Art Attacks Neil Buchanan was in heavy metal band. There you go. That's incredible. Look he's at him. Just, he's just a fucking G, isn't he? Yeah. Neil Buchanan, if you're listening, please come on the podcast. It'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've hunt him down. He obviously lives near to you. Yeah, look at him. Look at him. <laughs> what a lad. You should, you should make a T-shirt and send it to him. I was really hoping to uh, get his attention when I make the Neil of Fortune. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I um, Many, many years ago, you remember Dave Benson Phillips from um, Get Your Own Back? Okay, yeah. The TV show. Well, I was at Glastonbury... And um, the news had broken that Michael Jackson had died. And we were just chatting around, chatting to some friends. And we were like, because it was, it was like 2009, 2010. So we had phones, but they weren't like always connected like we are now. Like we had, we could talk and stuff and you get the odd bit of news here and there, but we generally weren't on them all the time. And we said, I wonder if we could spread a rumour around Glastonbury about other people, other famous people that died because there's no real way of checking it <laughs> so, we, so we we made off a rumor that uh, dave benson phillips from get your home back had died and that <laughs> carol vorderman had died in a and we specifically said carol vorderman had died in a freak paragliding accident and we weren't telling people we were just purposely going in groups and having conversations near other groups where they could hear us talking about it <laughs> and it fucking spread and there were people like coming up to stage yeah, Dave Benson Phillips and Carol Vorderman died. It was like, <laughs> it, it was like two days later. 
<laughs> yeah, I felt really fucking bad. So Dave Benson Phillips, if you're listening, uh sorry. <laughs> oh. oh can hell. Oh, we That's should probably weird. do some more episodes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so oh, back, fucking back hell. on the back onto the brand talk then. Um so have you got any obviously you know you've got <clears throat> You've got the uh, you've got the shop. You do your your site. I'm guessing you do. Do you do any illustration work on the side? I do some, yeah, but I tend yeah. to get a little bit like, yeah, I'll do. That. I've recognised my pattern, so I'll go, yeah, I'll do that thing for you, and then not really want to do it, a lot, or have the <laughs> space in my head and my life to fit it in, and then I'll kind of yeah. be like, oh fuck, I told them people I'm going to draw that thing, and I really don't want to draw it, and then uh, I just make uh, then I have to either just tell them guys I'm not I can't do it I'm too busy or just have to force myself to do it so now I just say no I just say um unless it's like a project I really want to be part of or I can somehow um intertwine it with Dickie then I try and just use all my creative time for either the band that I'm in or for the brand directly although like where I'm down where I am down the hut now when I'm printing as well loads of people come up to me now and they're like can you print this for me can you design this for me there's lots of businesses opening down there so they're like mm-hmm. this I've been I've been approached by a bow a bow bun restaurant to ask if I can do their logo and some illustrations for them and that will honestly be the second bow bum restaurant I've done the logo and illustrations <laughs> for <laughs> why are there so many fucking bow bun restaurants yeah. <laughs> <laughs> why this episode is sponsored by bow buns <laughs> yeah. well my my mate Greg proper good guy he him and his partner opened up the bow baron right mm. and they came to me and originally they wanted the they wanted the Red Baron personified as a bow bun in a in a biplane. <laughs> oh, they went to the right guy. <laughs> so, anyway, there was a there was a chat about cultural appropriation, and they decided to drop it and uh, end up just kind of using just some kind of like um, uh, just some text. But in, but I did a load of uh, murals for them in their restaurant, but it was all bow pun themed so we had the bower rangers we had we had the bower puff girls Mm. Uh, we had david bowie we had bowser from mario Uh, we had vulgar (laughs) display of bower (laughs) by by pantera anyway it was just just brilliant fun project and unfortunately the restaurant didn't survive more than a couple of years because of um lockdown and covid and all that shit and now i've been approached by a completely different one so yes the answer is i do do illustrations for people but not as often as i used to that's that was mainly what i used to do was like band stuff product design Mm. um like packaging i do do some illustration work for a local coffee company called grind and bake in folkestone which i always thought sounds like just weed grind and bake it just sounds like it, it, it is a bit. It is a bit um, devil's lettucey, isn't it? Sounding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah so, so I designed all their stuff for them. So I think it goes. It? it happens a, a lot for. Um, I mean, in particular, I think that's where a lot of screen printers uh, mm. come from. Is they want to start their own brand and they end up subsidising it by printing for other people. 
and then they I end bet. up not yeah. going back to doing their brand. They just end up becoming yeah. a printer for someone else. <laughs> well, so you that's, want to be kind, wanna... kind of kind of what I wanted to ask. Like, I mean, obviously you've been approached on like the design front. Have you been approached to like print for other people before? Because I mean, obviously you'd, you're doing it as um, as DTF. It's kind of like I don't. It, obviously, it's time permitting, isn't it? But it wouldn't be that difficult to kind of add that in to do that for other people, if you know yeah, what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah. Is so that something you thought about? Yeah, something I've started doing. So I accidentally became a printer. Um, I never set out to do it, and I but I did my first bulk load of prints for another company, Grinder Bake. In fact, I did them on the weekend. Yeah. But me and me and this dude used to do score runs together. Score runs together. So we're like we're mates as well as like yeah. we have our own businesses. But his is actually quite well established, and mine's quite new. So there's still a kind of like an easy element of he's like dude can you print this stuff for me because i've struggled with mainstream printers and i was like yeah but i'm not going to be the cheapest there will be limitations to the print process and i've never printed on some of the types of stuff that you're asking me to print so if we can just do it with a little bit of like you're already a better printer than most printers just by just by saying those three things (laughs) (laughs) well i just feel like i had to because like God, I'll probably get, I'm going to fuck some of them up and I can't compete because like, I've had a lot of stuff printed in the past you know screen printing if you're going to get bulk done that's that's the way to go like I can't compete with that but but with the with the DTF like his his t-shirts have got one two three four prints on them they're the, and they're all two color so they're all four, so you get a screen printer to do four yeah, separate screens expensive t-shirt yeah so whereas with this process he can just what i've done for him is i just i i spent a little bit of time doing some editing of the stuff he already had and that was the deal i said to people is that i can print stuff for you but you've got to use the supply chain i've set up because i can't be asked with trying to f- use loads of different dtf suppliers that have varying qualities and whatever these guys are good but you have to order in this way you have to order this quantity and i'm not doing any design work for you i can edit and and guide you but that you know just do it the way i said and then I'll, I'll all i'm doing is really printing it and that's just spending a few hours just heat pressing it but it's going to be more expensive than you're going to find a, a big online place but the benefit to the local businesses that have been approaching me is that they can come and meet me they can chat about their ideas they can they can go and buy their own garments if they wanted to. Like I, as long as they work with the printing method and they don't fucking melt, then um, it's cool. Like it's, it's as long as it gets the press being used when I'm got some downtime, then it's all good. Like I don't mind doing it, but um, yeah, I had, so the answer is yes, I have started doing that. Although there's, it, it lacks something. It lacks when you're just smashing out 30, coffee shop t-shirts like for him he's gonna have that oh my god look at my t-shirts but for me like they're not my t-shirts so it's kind of like it's just suddenly become a job Mm. whereas everything i've ever printed for myself i'm like yes fucking get that out there and i'm really proud of it like this is kind of like okay cool yeah i've done a good job but that's kind of where the love i I think i think where you get the love back is when you see something you've printed in the wild for someone else yeah, yeah. Like I printed some stuff recently for someone, and, and they they received it, but it hadn't been um it hadn't been put on the shelf for sale, and it went on sale like three days ago, 
Um, and my partner went out to a, a business networking event, and one of the things was a tote bag. And no. she'd seen them all, and she was like, saw one of your tote bags in the wild. She was like, felt really fucking weird seeing it because she'd seen <laughs> it. She'd seen it like blank, and then she'd seen it when I'd printed one side of it, and then the other side of it, and then she was like, I just it, it, it sort of it made her feel really weird. It's a, it's a it's a nice weird, but that's that's yeah, when good. you get that feeling back. But if you don't see it in the wild, and you're just printing for someone that they're having it and you're never seeing it again. I think it is a bit like be- that. I think even if you're not seeing it in the wild, though, I think it's like when you get those like clients that's like, fuck, I can't believe I'm printing for them. Like, yeah, that's a fucking cool feeling. Like my, yeah, my last I job, I, we used to um, we used to print for a lot of like big metal bands. Um, and You'll be Cannon's like, one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we used to uh, print for like Napalm Death and like, whoa, Angel, that's cool. Like, Mushroom Head, all that sort of stuff. And um, it was just like every time those jobs came through, it was like, yes, it's like, that's a fucking that cool is job. so sick. And that it's like, cool. although it was on an auto, so it was kind of like, I love manual printing, like, I really enjoy it, I enjoy the craft of it. And I think auto- automatic printing is a, is a different craft in itself, and at times it can be a bit boring because you're essentially just standing there and loading and offloading shirts, mm. sort of thing. But what makes it rewarding is when you get those big runs for something that you enjoy, sort of thing. And, it's yeah. like, and I mean, I, th- I think manual printing falls into the same category. It's like, I mean, Pav, I know you're in this same boat where it's like you get a big job on and it's just a fucking boring design. And it's like, and you've got to stare at it for fucking hours. Mm. Like, <laughs> That's why I have a TV in the studio. I just put yeah. whatever series I want on and just have it playing in the background. Nice. One of the worst ones I ever did was at that, that last shop I worked at and it was 5,000 tote bags. Um, and it was just like, a single color uh this white print on black bags and it was just like this it, it basically a, a, a form of the jägermeister logo and it was just like i want to go and jump off a bridge now like <laughs> it's just like fuck this i hate screen printing and it was like it genuinely made me nearly give up i was like i fucking can't do this like yeah I, uh, not not give up screen printing, but quit that job because I was just like I cannot be stunned. It took us a full week to do it, and I was like, yeah. I mean, it took us a full week because we had a lot of issues on press. Um, it would have been a lot quicker otherwise. But it was literally just staring at the same design for eight hours a day for a full week was like that's enough to drive you fucking mental. Like, yeah. I don't know how like you get these like big like contract shops and stuff that do like all the printing for i don't know fucking nike and adidas and all this blah blah blah, and they're doing like tens and tens and tens of thousands of prints it's just like yeah i I don't want to be in that game i don't want to be in mass manufacturing it's just yeah i don't know i've got onto that sorry actually that that brings (laughs) you on to a point that i was thinking about recently which is like at the moment i'm a i'm a small brand and I still, there's still a lot of love and there's still a lot of like, this is me. This is my thing that I've made with my family and my friends and it's all good. But then like, and then you look at big brands and you're kind of like, oh, what? like that must have been how they started. But then at what point did they become this huge entity that from the outside seems kind of loveless now? Like at what yeah. point do you stop? Being... I think it's, there's two ways of viewing it, or two ways it can happen, in my opinion. One is uh, they some they end up coming with up with a design that 
ticks a lot of boxes for people always always of the time or whatever and they end up just becoming massive because they have one or two things that are really cool and popular and they just sell and they expand from there and I think that's one way where it's probably there's probably a bit more love in it and the other way I sort of see happening is people they make the conscious decision to sort of go right we're doing this now this is how we're going to do it we're going to produce this much and they're actually treating it like a like a proper business i know it's a weird way of saying it but there's certain brands out there that do the kind of like like big brands like do the personal side of it really well Mm. like i don't know if you know do you know bear hug yes yeah yeah so it's still really focused on uh i think it's luke luke dixon i think his name is the guy who runs it and it's still really focused on his art and it's like it's about the art it's not about just like shifting loads of shit and it's like you know I mean, my brand Downcast is obviously like in a, a, a an incredibly competitive market, I guess. And it's like we've seen hundreds of brands, tattoo inspired brands, pop up and disappear within the space of mm-hmm. six months to a year and everything. And I've been doing it a long time, and it's you know, it's pretty much not dead on its feet, but I'm not really doing it much with it right now because it's just my heart's just not in it anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like brands like that that manage to keep that kind of personal element or like you know the, the the reason that they first started it like like bear hug it's all about the art it's about like mm. just releasing fucking cool shit that looks great and he obviously loves drawing still because he released a series of designs and stuff and it's all centered around the theme and everything like that i really really admire and i think that's possibly harder to do than essentially like going like corporate if you're not mm. it's, it's difficult as well because when when you go corporate and massive there's always an element of no matter how personable you are, even if you are to that level where you're personal and everyone gets a handwritten note, it doesn't feel personal. It feels no. disingenuous. Yeah. Like, cause if, if you, if you, there's a company a that's got, exactly, if you've got a company that's got millions and millions of pounds and they're making these t-shirts and you're still getting a handwritten note instantly, my, my head, I'll go, is that real? Like they haven't done that for yeah. me. Like that's, that's yeah. fucking everyone. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, the, the, it's difficult to, it's easy. It's much easier to be genuine at a smaller level, and also really how we had this conversation before. How big the brand? How big do you really want a brand to be if you're running it? Yeah. You want it to be big enough where you can pass it off to someone else and let them continue it and run it, or where you just got your toe in the water, or if you, do you want to still do everything every day? In which case, it's going to stay small because there's no yeah. way you could you can scale and I mean, do all of that at the same time. Yeah, we've got a really good example of that. I think coming up um with a brand that are pretty big and they're still run by one guy and it's just like it's him literally doing everything and it's kind of like you can tell like he puts like his like puts like love into it sort of thing and he really cares about the brand like you know it's someone i've ordered from for for years and spoke to him the other day and yeah hopefully he's coming on the podcast soon and it will be a really really good listen and it's kind of like well, we'll ask him for you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah cheers. Because <laughs> I can't, I can't imagine me not doing everything. Because mm. I, I, I'm already thinking like, oh, if I want to get someone else to run my shop for me, then I'm, mm. so I can maybe run a different one at a festival or something. I'm think already thinking like, right, how am I going to do this? Because like, I genuinely think people come down to see, to see me because I've met them through the shop. They'll come back to see me and see what I've created. So then suddenly, yeah. like, imagine turning up at a shop and then the person isn't there. You get mm-hmm. 
someone else who's competent can't, and can't you just job. get can't you just get Brad in? He's basically like the oh, yeah. newer version <laughs> of you. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> he's like you. He's like you in the upside down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's the dark version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's, he's Sith, Sith Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've, bloody, I've tried to get my son involved. Like he's a little clone. Like he's he's fifteen. I wonder now. what you were going to say then. <laughs> no, 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 trying to get him involved in the brand. But actually, like Willow shows an interest, but it's. It's just like a fun thing to do that's like low pressure and she gets sorry, a bit sorry, sorry who? Asuka. Mate, you're better at this than I am. <laughs> you should be her dad. <laughs> I might be. Yes, yeah. <laughs> 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 well you can start paying for dinner then. <laughs> De- definitely not. I'm, I'm definitely not her dad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he's not enough. interested. He's not interested. My boy's just so not interested. Like I'm like trying to get him. That's in the, the age, flat. though, isn't it? Yeah, it's like fifteen's. Uh, that's a fuck you. You're not my dad age. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think you're right. I try not to. I try not to push him. Like occasionally, he has a moment where he's like, might want to print his own t-shirt or something. But yeah, generally, he's just not interested. He's he had. We have a lot of similar interests, but this is not one of them. So mm. my it's son's. Cool, though, but... um... My son's just turned four, and uh, every every birthday I've like printed him like a birthday T-shirt because he's had like a little party and all that. And uh, this year I, I put together this design for him, and I said to him, "I was like, right, I'm going to print you a T-shirt." I was like, "What do you want?" And he was like, "I want a skeleton." I was like, "Okay, nice. just just a skeleton doing doing anything." He was like, "I want a skeleton on a skateboard." I was like, "Okay, we're off to a good start." I was like, is he doing anything else? And he was like, he's doing the rock on sign. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's cool. I can draw yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> like, I haven't got it up here. I'll, I'll send you a picture of it. But um, yeah, and he was like, I was going to print it. And he was like, no, I want to help you. I want to help you and everything. Else. And I still haven't gotten around to doing it. It's just, yeah, his birthday was in April. But I will do it. I've got the screen all made up. I just didn't get around to doing it. <laughs> um, but I just said to him, I was like, when I've got a free weekend, we'll print it together. And I was like, I've got these like these shirts back here that Nick's just picked up from, from Tesco. It's like three shirts. I was like, if he fucks them all up, it doesn't matter. They're from fucking Tesco. Um, Other supermarkets are available. Yeah, this, this, uh, this, I was about to say this podcast is sponsored by Tesco. This, this, no. You've got so many sponsors. Oh, we're, yeah. we're, we're, because everyone, everyone loves a podcast. Our listener is very active. Mm. <laughs> but um, yeah, and it's, it, I just thought it was a really cool thing to do. And it's like, I know he's, he's four and it's like, you know, he's showing an interest in everything that moves. Yeah. You know? And it's like, my press is pretty chunky. It's like, oh, it's like magic. It spins. It's like, it goes up and down mm. and everything. And that's why he's showing an interest in it. He's got, he doesn't give a fuck about ink. Or, yeah. like, you know, curing times or, you know, <laughs> anything like that. But it's like, it's just cool. And it's like a really cool, like, little intro to, like, hopefully one day shows an interest in it, you know? Yeah, like, nice. Well, yeah, you're laying the foundations. Like, my boy might come back to it. Yeah. But I can't make him like it. But to be honest, I wasn't super into fashion as a kid. Like, we were a second-hand mm. store family. We went and bought all our shit from second-hand stores. So it's like... For me to actually be running a clothing brand was not something I ever would have pegged when I was younger. But 
I found that this is a really direct way of getting my artwork into people's lives that didn't yeah. involve me being like problem with being a, I was not an, art, an artist when I left college and basically I was just a bum I used to just smoke, smoke a lot of weed just get wasted all the time go to raves and just just do a bit of artwork do a couple of galleries a year I didn't make any money and then eventually when I you know I met a girl, had a family and all that kind of business. I, I just get a job. And then I did that. I lived that life for like 10 years. And then I kind of went full circle and came back around to it with a bit more drive and wisdom and be like, right, actually, I don't just want to be an artist. How can I actually do, how can I make this work? How can I be creative and still make a living of sorts? And I always is... think T-shirts and clothing are a great canvas for art because... Mm. Aside from anything else, like you're wearing, uh, it's like you're, you're sh- showing your personality as the sort of thing you like. Um, but also, most people with a, with a normal sized house have maybe got three or four spare walls to hang something, an, a cool piece of art on. Yeah. But everyone's got a clothes rail or a cupboard they can yeah. shove 50 t shirts, yeah. stamp 50 t shirts into with a bunch of cool designs on. So yeah, it, 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 it t-shirts are the, uh, one of the one of the greatest canvases artists have i think yeah i think so i mean i i live in a caravan i didn't even have a wall to put any piece of artwork <laughs> on <laughs> so i'm like i completely get that so yeah t-shirts all the way um, you're not the first guest we've had in the caravan one guy uh, who's in the camper van and uh we've, he had, had, to... we've had three is this the third one yeah it's the third one yeah it is the third one yeah one guy Kristen, had to uh, oh yeah billy spoke um Bailey spoke. Billy from Gatta Diaries, and now you in your caravan. Yeah, Billy had that... to go. He had to go and move his house halfway through the episode. Because oh, his parking ticket had run. <laughs> <laughs> it was proper funny. He's like, "Excuse me, can I just go? I was going to go and move my house." That's incredible. On the topic of t-shirts, then, do you mind us asking what manufacturers you're you're using? Yeah, so I so I was using Stanley Stella. Um, mm-hmm. So basically, I used to use T-Mill because um, it was like hyper-ethical, track everything, organic everything. Um, but then I just made no money and it was all very online focused and that wasn't my jam. So I um, it's still not my jam. <laughs> I really need some support with that. Anyway, so I used T-Mill, um, but then I stopped. And then I went from T-Mill to Inkthreadable. Um, because they were more competitive and I was having quite a few problems with my prints with T-Mill. They were basically just getting fucked really easily. None of my T-shirts, unless they've been meticulously cared for from the first two years of my printing, probably even really exist anymore because they all just, the actual fabric was fine, but all the prints get fucked really easily in the washing machine. So everything... Was it DTG? Yeah, DTG, but they were using like, I don't know, special eco inks that basically mean they were shit. So, um, they, yeah, if you wash them at, well, I don't know. If you, if you don't wash them at 30, you fuck them. So, and it's just really easy to, to forget. But most people I see wearing my old t-shirts. Man, do I have any? Uh, yeah, they're all just knackered. You can see the ghost of an image mm. where, and you'll pull them out of the machine and they've actually stuck to, together. And as you oh, pull really? the t-shirt out, yeah, like the, t- the the thing is stuck together. And when you pull the, it open, it just rips the picture open even more. So oh, that sure. was rubbish. 
Um, and then with, D, with Ink Threadable, I was finding sometimes I'd get a customer come to me and they'd be like, my T-shirt looks shit. And you can see it's like, you know, when a printer runs out of ink, like a HP printer runs out of ink, you get these weird little lines and odd yeah, banding. Yeah, yeah. yeah banding, banding issues. You get the exact same similar thing if you have like dodgy nozzles or whatever on a DTG printer. So I was having T-shirts sent out to customers on my behalf. Mm. they weren't being proofed properly and then they were ending up getting an image which has got big fucking banding through it and then they would oh, message shit. me to say this is shit and i'm like i'm so sorry but this is actually the first time i've ever seen that t-shirt and mm. that was the that was a turning point for me because it's i not a good look is it it's not great man so that's it was actually that i had a customer um called michaela and she i, I was really open with her and i sent her some stuff to say sorry and whatever and i was like you know what I'm really sorry about this, this shit print you received. I'm actually going to use this job as a reason to buy a press and I'm going to print you your T-shirt myself. So then that's what we did. She told me exactly what she wanted. And I actually, my very first print I ever did for a customer was to say sorry because, uh, because a DTG third party provider gave her a shit T-shirt, basically. That's good because you could have just given up. Yeah. Yeah. All carried well, on and let more gone, people just gone. Oh fuck you then! Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've I've had like mixed experiences with DTG, and it's we've spoken about it a few times, haven't we, Pav? Where it's like you've got to really, of, really know what you're doing with DTG. Yeah, you've got to so have I'll, everything I'll, dialed, don't you? I've, I'm gonna grab a couple of examples and I'll show you what I'm on about. You two carry on talking. Yeah, no worries. Let's talk. Normally, when he walks off, I sing a song. Do you? What are we going to sing? Oh, he, oh, fuck. He can hear me this time. He's just pointing to his headphones. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, hilarious. It's always handy when he's recording in his stock room because he can just go and grab shit. For example, I'm filming in my, my spot. The square Did you can you? see is tidy. And the rest... <laughs> And the re- the rest is awful. <laughs> you, um, have you seen the um, the God is Dead podcast? No. Okay, God is Dead. Two oh, blokes. Tro- they troll the internet mm. and they just find the most obscene topical thing and they discuss it. Mm, but it's normally no, it's really good. But and then what they do at the end of the podcast, they try to rate whether the thing they've looked at on the internet mm. is uh, is proof that God is dead because it's so heinous and terrible that God must be dead to have allowed it, or mm. there's still or there's still hope. It was it's just it's, it's just a fun hook. I'm gonna I'm gonna find that. God is dead. It's a good podcast, but the reason I mention it is because one of the pod they're always mm. doing it together. And one of the podcasts, one of the mate one of the dudes, the duo, he he isn't around. So this guy's got the podcast all to himself, just like this situation. And um he takes it as the opportunity to read some Harry Potter fan fiction porn <laughs> to the world. And it is about it is about the giant squid in the lake at Hogwarts uh, forcibly having sex with the castle. And whoa, it- whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> the non-sentient castle. The non-sentient castle is, is is sentient in this, and the massive squid speaks, and the castle speaks, and everyone's left sight. 
So there's no fucking Hagrid or Harry and none of them. No one's there. And so the squid takes it as the opportunity to latch itself around the castle. And it's like, it's quite detailed. Like it's putting its tentacles in the windows, like of, as if they're orifices <laughs> of the castle. And it's really, oh my God. Mate, it is, but it's brilliant because he... And someone's he, having he, a tug over that as well, aren't they? <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I've waxed the dolphin over a few weird things, but never over a giant octopus fucking a building. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> I've got these uh, these DTG friends. Yeah, please get us back on track, dude. Yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> We'll get a box of Kleenex. Of a, a bad one to begin with, and I've got a hundred of these made up, and they turned up, and every front pit, I don't even know if this is going to come through the camera. Can you see how like, blurry it is? Mm, it's hard to tell from here, but I'll take your word for it. No. Mm, actually, it actually looks quite good. <laughs> yeah. It's, it, it really doesn't look very good in, in, in real life. Um, so it gets chucked back over there. Um, and then, so that was from one place, and it was somewhere we'd use for other manufacturing that we don't do in house. And everything else they'd done was great. And I got a couple of DTG bits printed by them, and it was fucking shit, like awful. And they were charging essentially the same price as this other place we'd used previously. But I just went over to these guys because I was like, we're doing pretty much everything else that we don't do in house with them, so I might as well send that their way too. And then, but this is the first example that we got. And it's like, it's fucking pucker. It's like a screen nice. print. It's yeah, amazing. it's really good. Um, and it's like, I think the thing is with DTG, like, I think a lot of it is like in all the pre-treat and everything. Um, mm. And I think we spoke briefly about Jack with uh, Jack from um, Old Elton's about this as well. And it's like getting your pre-treat nailed is like so fucking important. Like, I think there's so many companies out there. It's just like, oh, just chuck it on, run it through the dryer, and it'll be fine. And it's like the last company I used to work like work for were exactly like that. I used to do a lot of fulfillment stuff, and I don't work for them anymore, so I don't fucking care. They were shit. Um, and if that was at my shop, I wouldn't have let it leave the fucking door because mm. it was that fucking bad. Like, it was worse than that that I've just shown. I know it looked all right on the camera, but to me, it doesn't look great. And, yeah, I don't really know where I'm going this. We were just, just talking about my ah! good, good, good and bad DTG, that's all, Darcy. Yeah, yeah. I think DTG gets a bad name. And sometimes rightly, sometimes wrongly. I have had good stuff, good DTG stuff. The first, One of the first T-shirts we had printed for the old band Skull Tank was DTG. And uh, I would never had anything printed by them before. And it was like, it was cool. Although the colours did come out quite faded looking, um, mm. which we, we don't know why that is, but they kind of, but it kind of lent itself to the design. It looked kind was of Was it cool, on a dark so. garment? Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's faded. Yeah. Right. It all looks faded. Because yeah, it hasn't got that white underneath, that light colour. Yeah. I mean, the, the, there's a new, well, I say new, it's been out a few years now. There's a basically a screen printing, auto screen printing press that. Like digital screen printing. Yeah. So it, it puts down an under base like a screen printing and then it basically DTGs over the top of it. And that's, that's supposed no. to be the the dog's bollocks, apparently, according to the manufacturer. <laughs> yeah. Mm. In the same way that the brain is the most important part of the body, according to the brain. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, all that stuff does look cool, but I mean, yeah, 
doesn't Britain doesn't doesn't have, doesn't have do it for me really. But yeah. well, to it's be honest, like great for certain things, but yeah. Go on, mate. I mean, it's I I always think that in my head, screen printing is the the best quality print that I've ever come across, and I actually wanted to. I was focusing on becoming a screen printer in order to be able to run the brand. Mm. But I, um, I have a friend, this dude's so cool, man. He like, he, he, uh, Minesweeper Collective, uh, South London. Uh, he set up this basically pay as you go screen print studio, but it was like some of the old, old equipment, but it was like, you can, you could rent it for five pound an hour. And he would, uh, let you give you, you know, you come in, someone would like be there to just chaperone. But if you knew what you were doing, you could rent this place for five pound an hour. Um, and if you didn't know what you're doing, he ran these short courses to teach people the basics of screen printing. So I ended up approaching him and just going up and he short. Sorry, I've just got to charge my phone. Uh, just showing us the basics. We've lost you. Oh, am I still there? You're back now, yeah. All right, cool. Sorry, I had to uh, charge my phone. Anyway, he's he's a professional screen printer in London. He now works for a company printing for them. And I was like, dude, I want to turn my old caravan, because I've got an old caravan here on site. Uh, I want to turn it into a print area. So I'm going to try and turn it into a screen print studio. And he was like, that is a terrible idea. (laughs) It was like, you haven't got space. You can't control the temperature or the humidity. Um, You certainly can't fit a carousel in there. And I was like, "What? what, what, how are you going to do this? I was like, yeah, I I haven't really thought it through. He's like, look, even though I am a screen printer for you, just go DTF. You can print immediately. No previous skills required. You can get all your stuff printed. You can do your own version of print on demand, which is exactly why I've ended up using it. But for me, like I've got for for this design, this design here, which I've got on, this is DTF because it's not large, big block areas of print. Like this T-shirt is that's the black T-shirt coming through. It's mm-hmm. I, I'm OK with it, like because it feels a little bit plasticky and I hate that. But when 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 like this, oh, my down the downside of DTF for me is that on something like this, where you've got like a huge. That's one massive area of print. It's yeah. just like yeah. wearing a big bulletproof vest. Yeah. yeah, and I'm like, I mean, and I just the can't... only way that you're going to get around that though, like the only print method that is going to do that or not do that is water based or discharge. It's like, I mean, even with plastisol, have like you can put it as light as you want, but yeah, you still that feel big, it. Yeah, yeah, it's like you know, it's um. It's all about really water, make, water making the design obviously. work with the method yeah. you're using to make it feel yeah. like you want it to feel. Yeah, yeah. Right. water base probably has the most not limitations but difficulties of all the fucking print methods. Yeah. It's just, the thing is, well, is doing water based in a caravan is a fucking awful. Idea. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the the, the, the yeah. thing as well, just because you're doing that now doesn't mean you have to be doing that in six months, a year's time. Yeah, that's like, what like you're yeah. doing DTF now, but you were doing DTG. There's there's no reason mm. why you can't do a bit of everything. Find out what you yeah. want to settle on. Settle on that for a bit. If you decide mm. you want to go and do a fucking 25 color design, do some D, do some DTFs again. There's not if you're limiting yourself like that anyway. You, you know, you, the, the the room for growth is small. So yeah. I mean, you've you've already stepped done two steps as to, as to where you're going there's no reason why you can't do it later on 
definitely yeah. yeah that's what i've got in my head like if it, the goal is at some point to bring screen printing in um but for me like just getting stuff bulk printed and then trying to sell them mm. it's not it's not my forte <laughs> no fair. Like I'm, I, I'm just gonna end up like until i've got like i'm starting now to see growth and mm. to see like repeat customers and but that is because i'm meeting real people in a real environment in a in a town that i grew up in and i've kind of gone back to basics like i tried to i think that so many of us started a brand in lockdown and then yeah. oh look there's some people that will fucking do everything for you and you make like five quid that's perfect because if i sell a thousand or ten thousand t-shirts i'm gonna make ten grand and then then mm. but then you're like oh no i sold like one t-shirt because actually now my focus is not the production it's the marketing like that's all that's the, the only thing i can really do now is the designing and the marketing and that's clearly not not my forte I mean, the, the so thing it's is, like, though is that when you get into the marketing side of like a brand it's like i think you can you go one or two ways you either go down the organic route which is obviously it's very slow it's potentially a lot more rewarding because like you're getting an organic customer base people who following you because they found you organically mm. or you go down the ads route which is what we did and we were spending fucking buckets like you know there were months we were bringing in like 15 grand but the money we were spending we we're probably spending four grand on ads mm. so it was like it wasn't really comparable and then like you know when we were obviously at those levels we were spending like another five grand on stock and it's kind of like all these things start to add on and it's like oh i actually haven't fucking made that much you know I like really, bad, isn't it? Much. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I think getting we were at that like that mid stage where it's kind of like before it got bigger to the to the stage where it could kind of like sustain itself without having to put so much money into the ads and that. Mm. Um, and we never really got beyond that, which is like I mean, it d- just shows whether the brand was good enough. I don't know. Like you know, I personally believe it was and i've ran it for fucking since 2017 like you know i wouldn't have done it for that long if i didn't think it was good enough but yeah i think it does get to a stage when you're at that level sometimes and you're spending that kind of money it's kind of like just calling it quits i think yeah <laughs> like you know and i think that's what i've done with it like i'm not shutting it down the site's still up like you know still selling bits like you know it's earning a few hundred quid a month or whatever like just on its own i don't even post on fucking socials anymore Mm. Like every time orders come through i'm like that feels more rewarding than when we were getting like hundreds of orders a week because mm. i know i knew back then all those orders were coming through targeted ads whereas now it's because somebody has found us or it's a repeat customer you know mm. what i mean yeah, yeah. That feels a bit more rewarding um yeah yeah i think anyway. that holding on to that set, setting a good standard of reward is important mm. and i'm seeing now like i've always Basically, I realized that nothing's changed from me being a kid and saying, hey, mom, look at my picture. And she's like, oh, that's that's lovely. And I'm like, yeah, she loves my picture. And now, <laughs> 30 years later, I'm still doing it. And I'm like, hey, look yeah. at my cool picture. And then, but now it's through through a brand. And, and like when I was doing the online stuff, if I'd get a sale come through, I'd be like, all right, cool. Like I really, it wasn't, it wasn't like a big thing, but earning the money wasn't the big deal. But yeah. now I'm doing it with real people. I don't know, they've always been real people, but the people that I've met that have been part of that process and they can see how much they like it. Mm. That's really cool. Especially like kids, like you, you let them design their stuff 
and the yeah, moment you give cool. it back to them, they've got a huge smile on their face. Yeah. And there's like, but the, the, the slippery slope is though, like, because I'm having to become more business minded in order to make it work, like having to understand retail and money and finances and all that shit. I'm now like, oh, fuck, I made like 400 quid today. That's so cool. And then mm. the next day, if I don't make 400, it almost doesn't seem like it's that good anymore. Mm. Like, oh, now I've got yeah. to make 500. And then you make 500 and you're like, wicked, new number. And then, right, no, now I have to make 600. I and mean, you can see you that's never ending. It's never mm. ending. That was kind of the start of our downfall, I think, a little bit. Downfall. The, the, the decline um was like we hit like our best selling a month and then from there it just went down and down and down and it coincided with like the ios updates and like our marketing agency just suddenly deciding that they didn't know what the fuck was going on or how to do their jobs properly um and it was like yeah it was it was just a bit of a weird one like the whole digital fucking thing is just weird but i was just gonna say quickly on on screen printing because obviously you're you're obviously kind of heat pressing everything in house it wouldn't be like massively difficult for you to have like a single station press in there and do it plastisol and live print mm. live screen okay. print because you could you could just plastisol print and then then cure it with the heat press mm. oh i see oh that's very interesting to know i didn't realize that was a thing i thought you had to have one of them special Ovens no, with a no. conveyor belt that like Mate, when I first up. started I had an actual oven that I cured with, like an old <laughs> domestic kitchen oven. Yeah. I mean I have always printed water based. I do a bit of plastisol now, but I used to cure all my water based prints with a heat press. And it got to the stage in my my old um home studio. I had three heat presses lined up alongside each other when we were doing these big fucking runs and I'd print in the day, leave it and put them under um you know, like the art racks that like yeah. flip up. For like yep. paper, used to print the shirts, put them on there to air dry, and I could fit. I think I could fit about 120 shirts on it, and uh, and then I'd go in in the evening once they were air dry and put them all like on the heat press throughout the evening. It used to take me fucking hours, and <laughs> it was so hot in there. Like literally, the amount of times I was just in my boxes heat pressing. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd, that'd be Fun quite times. cool to have a little a little single station press there. Yeah. Even you don't have like... to. We don't have to burn your own screen. You could, you could get like one of us could do it, or if you have got a local, your mate who's a printer could burn yeah, you the yeah. screen, and then you could get a little single color tabletop press. They fucking pick one up on Facebook for probably twenty quid. <laughs> yeah, I've seen. Yeah, I I did some looking into this to in order to try and buy my own shit. Um, so yeah, I started to get. I've got so many lists of. Tell you what, I've got a single. I, I, I know who's got a single station press. They want to get. Really? Yeah, we do, we we do know someone. Jack has been going on about this fucking single station press that's under his auto for like. I'll speak to him since I've known him. <laughs> yeah, be like Jack. We found somebody you can send that yeah, to. Yeah, <laughs> finally. Yeah, it'd be good to learn a new skill. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, I mean that's the beauty of plastisol though. Is it's kind of like you can essentially just leave it set up you mm. know it's not it's not water-based you can leave it in the screen pretty much indefinitely and it's wow like, okay yeah i mean it's, it's pvc it's just liquid plastic yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that's cool and it's like and, until it's uh four degrees outside then it is just plastic <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. plastic <laughs> doesn't like the cold and water-based doesn't like the heat 
Right. Yeah, of course, because water base will dry and then the plastic one will harden. Yeah. 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 Ideal. And then sometimes the plastic one uh, turns into a giant octopus and the water base one turns into a, a building <laughs> and they. <laughs> 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 that's the kind of book i'd read <laughs> <laughs> so um, um darcy where are we on the list mate i'm so fucking well, it's, lost. Because it's, it's, it's on topic so the talking of like adding things and doing things different is there anything that you oh, would add go, to yeah. want to add to dicky smiles like hypothetically theoretically whatever the fucking word is oh fuck yeah so it could take the brand to the next level um yeah so basically i just love getting shit made and uh so i'm at at the moment i'm talking to this 3d um resin artist dude called um digital horseplay he's on uh he's on instagram and every time i message him he's like oh i'm too busy man sounds like a weird porn channel digital horseplay (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you should Google it right now. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. Yeah, on loud. <laughs> on, loud. Do it. <laughs> on it. <laughs> but uh, he was like, yeah, man, if you... So basically, he's got a spot. So he's like, if you chuck us a design, I can make you a toy or like a 3D... Oh, that's oh big, holy fuck, he's cool. Like a figurine oh. or something, you know? It's like immediately, I'm like trying to make it the most complicated fucking thing that i've ever thought of like dicky's face but you can take his face off and under the face is like the skull version oh, i don't know man like, i'm just you can take his face off and there's two versions oh you could get you could get dicky dicky smiles and the um what's the evil mallard What's he called? Uh, yeah antichrist yeah and they could both oh. have their face come off and and you could have john travolta underneath one of them <laughs> and Nicholas Cage under the other one. <laughs> we need we need to get him on the pod. I know he's, he's fucking so cool, cool, isn't he? Yeah. Well, you know him, so you can have a word with him for us, can't you, Aaron? Oh, is that you looking at the dude's thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah think about yeah, getting him on as a guest. Oh, absolutely. He like he seems pretty sound. Like we've had a little bit of chat. Like I always appreciate when someone bothers talking to me and they've got like ten plus thousand followers. Because I'm like, you must get so many messages. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did consider not giving you the time of day, but you know. <laughs> oh, thanks, man. <laughs> Fucking peasants. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, it's shit's right up your street, isn't it? Yeah, it's cool. So basically, having some toys made up that'll be good. That'll be good fun, I think. And there's a there's a fella called John who lives in my um who lives in my town, and he used to be a comic book artist for like DC. And um, oh wow, he come up to us because I met him at a Christmas market. He makes these amazing spray paint murals and uh, canvases and shit. Um, Anyway, the dude's really sound, and he was like, "If you want any help doing a comic book thing, then that'd be cool." Because there's like a little bit, there's a little bit of backstory for Dickie and Mallard, but um, so there's some real potential to actually make it into a like a thing, um, not just. I've kind of done it the other way around. I made the brand about the characters, and now I'm considering the comic rather than writing the comic about the characters and then getting big enough to brand it um so i've done it the other way but 
Yeah, so the back, the premise is, so Dickie's got this big blade that goes through his chest because when I drew him, I thought it was cool and I thought it was like, you know, he's got this really debilitating wound, but he's still happy. <laughs> he's still happy and go lucky. So it's kind of like it fits in with his, you know, we're all going to die, fuck it, have a laugh personality. But if he takes that blade out of himself, what's the 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 wound that's left is actually a co- an entire cosmos inside him. So he has like a fucking he's he is like he has space and time and galaxy within him. And if you take yourself to that galaxy floating through the darkness of space, bored and looking for meaning, you've got the entity that is Antichrist Mallard. And she sees a little slit in space, a slit of light. And she goes to it and goes through it. And that's when she spews out of his chest and forms into the physical being. And that's how Mallard and Dickie meet. And then, so she's like the evil part of him personified. So he can be really good and go happy-go-lucky, and she can be really evil and, and, and worship Satan. But she's still also kind of a good person, really. She's not like killing kids or anything. She's just like you know, just <laughs> being naughty and celibate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I want to read this comic book. Yeah, so do I. I, I that sounds I really, banging. really want to read this comic book. I'm, I'm a big comic book fan i've got lots Wicked. of mine about i would fucking 100 percent read that wait that's it that's cool man that's good to hear but in my brain i've got the cool stuff sometimes but the the making it happen bit you know like mm. uh, i just kind of need to i need to just dip in and be like here's some mental splurge can you please help make that a thing mm. so you're never going to be an expert to... in everything so you need no, to get absolutely. people that are exactly yeah so a comic book would be fucking sick just even just some little zines you know just something like i don't know i'm just always looking for new ways to um to be expressive and to be silly as well like just to be just to take the piss like i was (laughs) i was talking about i was talking to a mate earlier about kindergarten cop and how Arnie Schwarzenegger did all these old movies where he was like, (laughs) and we were talking about what if Arnie did, what if he did a version of Matilda, but it was called Mantilda. And, uh... (laughs) (laughs) oh, oh my God. Get to the chokey. Wouldn't that make a really surreal T-shirt? Like yeah, something cool. you might find in like some knockoff shop in Asia, tongue in cheek, ridiculous, almost like memes on a t-shirt. I don't want to draw anything like that's long. I just want to badly Photoshop some stupid shit together and just see if people like it. I think it might be funny. Sounds yeah. it sounds good. We are just so you know to give you the heads up. We you're breaking up a little bit in it you were a bit in and out then I don't know if your signals uh, sorry don't 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 apologize we, we blame the internet service provider <laughs> yeah considering i'm just running through my phone i think we've done all right done very well yeah we have, we have. done very well very, very well awesome. so uh since you've been running dickie smiles what achievement are you most proud of oh god um since of what achievement am I most proud of? Hmm. Probably to date, probably this shop. Um, yeah, probably. We speak shop. to a lot of people that would love a, a, a shop to run out of. 
Yeah, it's um, it's fucking cool, and it like it's it, okay. So it's manageable because imagine just a three by three meter box with a double door and a little porch thing you flip up. So every morning on a, on a weekend and bank holiday, those are our trading hours. That's all we're allowed to do. Um, I just go in in the morning. I flip the thing up, open the doors, like, it, and it's got, and you just everything hits you like fuck. I everything in this place. I built it, or I made it, or I, my friends helped me get it in here. And you, I've just accumulated stuff every week, and every week I try to make a little bit of a change. And then it's it, sometimes it's really easy to think, oh, I'm not doing enough, or I haven't succeeded in some way, or are we really growing, or is it worth it, or whatever. But then some, if you just take a step back and just look at what you've actually, where you were like two, one, two, three years ago, mm. I, the, the site that I've got my shop was where I did my very first market stall. And it was That's just cool. a table. <laughs> it was just a table. with, And I actually built, I built a, a backdrop out of MDF, like a big, it was Dickie's, Mallard was a giant pyramid. Uh, with her antichrist mark on her forehead and <laughs> and dicky and dick and dicky was the moon kind of coming out behind her so i had this big and there was a big snake going through some clouds and shit anyway so i built myself the corner of a shop and then put a table in front of it and i made myself my own pop-up shop for this market like i it looked well extra like there's people just selling like cups and pottery and you know like they've just <laughs> they've just turned up with a table and i've got this stay fucking... away from the satanist over there <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it seems to, but starting there and then having a bit of a hiatus and then going back to, to three years later to the same place to have an actual shop and that same backdrop is in the back of my shop the very first thing i did was with a mate we painted the walls yellow and then we stuck that backdrop in there so it's actually like the evolved version like the po- pokemon evolved version of the market stall everything that was on the market is in that shop but it's just been given loads of steroids yeah i've just I've, I've just i've just had a reel on in the background while you were saying that it happened to be the one where you're opening up and you can see the the background yes that's the backdrop that i made for that Stop thing cool. was fucking heavy mate it's three sheets <laughs> of eight by four 12 or 18 mil mdf or something and i was the only prick who was carrying it so i didn't get myself any wheels or anything so i'd literally carry all them in you also have the most genius way of separating your sizes by looks of things oh i just put them all on different shelves no but they've got like is each do you have one t-shirt that's branded up with the size and it wraps around the others is that right no what i mean that's a great idea (laughs) Well, it just that's what it looks like from that. It just there's some um, opens up and you can see small, medium, large, massive in like orange and green. Oh, is it in boxes? Oh, it might be boxes. Yeah, might be boxes. yeah. Hey, look, it yeah. totally looks like it looks like you've just printed on the back of one the size and then wrapped it around the others. Oh, right. No, no, what I did was um, I just got these plastic boxes and tried to stack them. Those boxes are definitely not big enough for the amount of hoodies that I've got. However big um, you think a box, if you think a box is big enough for the amount of hoodies you have, almost it. certainly it's wrong. Even if you <laughs> double it, it will be wrong. I don't know what <laughs> happens. It's like the second you get a, a box near a stack of hoodies, even if the hoodies came out of that box and you print them, you just <laughs> got to put them back in. It's like the hoodies would be able to fit half of them back. It's in. like they, they they gang up, they gang up in the, in the dryer or, or you know in the catchment. Then they go, right lads, you know the drill. 
the second you get near that box, <laughs> everyone ev- turn ev- into ev- four XLs. Everyone breathe in. <laughs> <laughs> they can fucking hear us. <sighs> yeah, there's bloody shit everywhere now. Like I keep every week, I keep getting excited and buying more stock, um, which is good because it gives me the sense that I'm progressing. Or, well, it's not. It's know, not a waste or anything because be... it's not printed. You. you... You print it when it's there, don't oh, you? For yeah, the most part, yeah, I print. Yeah, I print. Oh, do you know what I found is if it's no good just having things on the hanger unprinted because mm. then it requires people to have the vision. Yeah. Of uh, you need a couple like, printed at the very least. Don't you, you have to have one hanging up if you want to mm. sell green hoodies with a print on them. You've got to print the fucking thing, put it up, and then people are like, "Oh, I love that one, please." Mm. Um, you, so um, yeah, I am. Do you follow uh, Modern Streets? Yes, that dude. Yeah, we've uh, had him on a couple of times, sound. Jack. Yeah. Jack is so lovely. He actually has given me a lot of um, support and advice. He's a great about guy. Good. He really He's is. A good He's egg, just he is. really lovely. Yeah, I'm really, yeah, really big support for that guy. Um, and regular yeah. listener to the pod, so hi, Jack. Hi, Jack. <laughs> There's no good waving, Aaron. He can't hear. Oh, like, oh, this hello, is a podcast. Fucking <laughs> 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 waving. <laughs> are, you, are you sure you're not Brad? Yeah, that guy's sound. He's really good. He's a really good egg. Um, he's always been really helpful, and I, I just love his mentality. He's like. He uses a certain technique to do his own thing, and he's not shy about sharing that information with you. He's he's not he's he encourages you to go out and give it a go, which is now what I try and do when people come to me and they're like, "Oh, what are you printing? How do you do it?" And whatever. Some people really quite rude about how they ask, though. They they all it points. These are all the questions I want you to answer for me. And then mm. I'm like, no, I might not actually bother. But then some people are just nice and inquisitive. And I'm like, yeah, 100%, this is who I use. This is how I do it. I'm not doing anything really new in terms of like my products and the this pipeline that's in place. But yeah, just whereas I've approached some other people before and be like, oh, you know, do you mind giving us a heads up on what dye you use or whatever? And they're like, nah. <laughs> they're like in the nicest way possible nah i've been doing this for a long time and i don't want to help you and i was like all right cheers which is Thanks weird isn't it like i, I can I, I don't, it's proprietary I don't like then, yeah but i don't like that mentality no it doesn't make any sense because... well the, the thing is is it's like sharing knowledge makes the entire industry better yeah hoarding knowledge and information just makes you a cunt <laughs> Sorry, I know your daughter's there. <laughs> no, no, she, no, no. She's like, she's properly switched off. She's a bit of an addict for um, uh, heroin. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> no, <it's not. laughs> she's car- currently you asleep too, and too. will not wake for fourteen hours. <laughs> Today's episode is sponsored by the Child Support Services. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> oh, I need to know what she's actually addicted to. No, she's to addicted now. to YouTube shorts. Uh, you, you, YouTube shorts. YouTube shorts. She yeah, loves it. She loves a bit of YouTube. and um, But, uh, yeah, she never seems to send me anything really funny, though. 
bless her. I don't think anyway, YouTube yeah, is funny um, as it used to be. I, yeah, I once asked someone. No, and I think also, you know, she's only ten. She doesn't know what's funny yet. She'll learn. She'll learn. Hopefully. I mean, one day, hopefully, she'll realise that you are the ma- most funny man in the room. <laughs> depending on the room, obviously. Yeah. Depending on <laughs> the room. Depending on the room. I'm glad. I'm glad you got the the flight of the Concords yeah. reference there. <laughs> What a good show. I love that oh. show. You wake up in a smoothie. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Show. What's it? I'm the hip hop bottomless. My rhymes are bottomless. Lyrics are bottomless. Uh... <laughs> Did you ever watch that? That was a good show. Yeah. No, I don't, I don't think I have. Flight of the Concords, mate. Mate, the, the epileptic dog song. You're try- they're trying to raise money for epileptic dogs, and there's a rap, and you got to send you got to send a check in a letter to make a set of real better. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, I did start watching on a. I don't know, I fucking ended up on it. I, th- I might have sent it to you actually, Pav, and it was just like the best bits from Green Wing. Oh no, you didn't uh, send it to me, but I fucking uh, love Green Wing. Was amazing, was so good, so fucking funny. <laughs> Sister, yeah. what's his name? The bloke who plays um. Thingamajig with the moustache. He's oh, the guy, he's in all sorts of Mark, stuff, isn't Mark, he? Um, Mark Heap. Mm. He is fucking one of the funniest people alive, he is. He's so good. Yeah, he's, he's, he's perfected acting like a creep, isn't he? Yeah. Absolutely perfected <laughs> it. He was, in, uh, he was in Spaced as well, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Yeah, he's been in every... Like I think he's one of those people that... In Spaced, he looks like a heroin addict. And then in everything <laughs> else, he looks... He's probably one of these people weird, that's much but... older than we think he is as well. He's probably like 82. It's been 84 years. <laughs> uh, says he's an actor. Oh, no. It's uh, good to know. He was born in 1957. Was he? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Yes. You think he was that old? God, <laughs> take him a long time to scroll ne- down the dates. When he's yeah, he's, <laughs> yeah. He's mid-60s. Yeah, Nearly as old as you, Pav. Fucking hell. Oh, you can go suck a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Nearly as old as me. Hilarious. Oh. Pav's actually younger than me. I don't know if you can tell by the uh, complexion. Am I? I'm not younger than you. You're older than me. You boyish good looks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Basically a toddler. <laughs> toddler, <laughs> toddler with a you're fucking a beard. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> Like a oh. Victoriana fucking sideshow. And now the bearded baby. <laughs> I, can, I, can only see your, I can only see your shoulders. So I'm now imagining that waist down, you're just like, yeah. What you uh, seen? Perhaps, um... perhaps actually standing up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You've seen Deadpool 2. Yeah. Deadpool 2 where yeah. he gets his yeah, legs, he gets his legs, legs off. Yeah. And he's got the tiny little baby legs. That's exactly what it's like. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Um, <sighs> right. <laughs> Do you have any questions for us, Mike? Oh God, no. I haven't thought. <laughs> right, so. Move on. Then. <laughs> so I didn't. I didn't think about any. I didn't think about any questions. That's all right. Um, you can ask us a personal question. Oh. Um, well. <laughs> you, you, you don't have What's to. Inky Cow? What's Inky Cow on your T-shirt there? What is that? Is that one of yours? That's my print shop. Oh, is it? Yeah, Thinky Cow Screen Print Co. So, are you guys both? Um, is that your profession? Lovers. You 
we're we're both screen printers yeah yeah which one of you's the squid and which one's the castle (laughs) (laughs) oh i'm definitely the squid i am all hands (laughs) god that that sound is not going to sound good for the listeners (laughs) (laughs) yeah we're both uh, yeah we're both printers uh, Darcy's full time and I'm part time. A part time printer. Right, we kid. Okay, cool. What's the other? What's the other part time? Uh, I work on a. Game. I work on a. Game. <laughs> uh, I work <laughs> on a. Bring, bring, bring out the game. I work on a, a, a leisure park. A leisure park. Yeah, a caravan park. Oh, nice. Hmm. Yeah. Could yeah, we call it. We call it a bit. Yeah, the the pleasure park. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, so Darcy, Darcy's Inky Cow, and my my print company is called Dog Horse, as in head of a dog, body of a horse. But we mind are starting our mind own of brand a spider as well. Yeah, mind of a spider. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we have also got a. a, a, cl- a brand that we're starting slowly it's been very very slow but very deliberate we would have um, been up and running by now but yeah yeah, yeah we, the intention was to be but we'll get there no rush no rush fuck no, the internet no. fuck you internet yeah yeah we're having some some technical based issues mm. but yeah that's that's us yeah. any other questions um, for us um yeah how the, how the fuck do you manage all that online stuff because i it's all very well me. I just don't know how you find the time to do it. Or, or I'm like, not the person come... to ask. Darcy definitely is. I just is Darcy really not. <laughs> like I've set, I set my set my thing up with Shopify. I've got the thing. I'm paying twenty five quid a month for it or whatever. Um, but it's just, I just haven't quite got into that flow yet of products, I think photo the, shoots, get them the up on there. It, the key that I found with it was so I I was I was very similar to you back like when i first started out on that and i was so sporadic with it and i was trying to trying to just find the fucking time to do shit and like with the help of my wife who's very structured and like she likes organizing shit and everything she was like you know you just need to create a plan for yourself whether it's daily or whether it's weekly or whether it's monthly Mm. or whatever and you block out that time to do a specific task so Mm. my main one with like you know growing the instagram following like organically and keeping up with like fucking like instagram bullshit algorithm where it's like oh we had to post every day at a certain time we had to do a certain amount of stories it was literally just setting a reminder um on my phone to be like you need to post on instagram now and i would i would draft like 20 or 30 images like already edited and everything sometimes with like captions if i could think of them there and then because they'd be good if they were preloaded with all the hashtags loaded and everything as well and it'd take me probably an hour to do but then i was set for the next two three weeks or whatever it was Mm. and that i found that really helped and it was like I looked at it as, as like I'm taking an hour out a week rather than taking, I don't know, 20 minutes every day because I don't know what to fucking write or I don't know what pictures to choose or I don't know what mm. fucking hashtags to choose. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I think that really helped with like time management and just like just like completely relieving that load. It was like, I know I need to do that this week 
at some point mm. um, and just fit it in somewhere. Yeah, good shout. I think organization is not my go-to skill. No, That's it's, not, it's not me either, mate. I'm a I'm a fucking complete shit show most of the time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really like, fucking gen, good at gen, it. So yeah, yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm really, really not. I'm so fucking disorganized. Like when it comes to the print shop stuff, I have to be organized. But when it comes to the brand, I'm all over the place. Mm. Um, and it's like you know, my my stock rooms are. It's not a shit tip, but it's just organized chaos. I know where everything is. If anybody else came in here, they'd be like, what the fuck is going on here? Well, yeah, I mean, just think, right? If a giant octopus tried to fuck your house, they wouldn't know which room to go for. <laughs> you're, not really, you're not really being very kind to the giant octopus. <laughs> it has, it has needs, there. Darcy. It has needs and yeah, it must yeah. be met. Needs and wants. Um, you're a wizard, Darcy! <laughs> <laughs> I'm a what? <laughs> have, you seen, have you seen that um, uh, fucking thing on YouTube from years ago? And it's the two Scottish guys that are high. And uh, there's like this fucking, I don't know what it is. It's like this Harry, this animated like Harry Potter and Hagrid sort of thing. And it's like, you're a wizard, Harry. And it's like, and they're both so high. And it's like, I'm, I'm a what? And it's like, have you seen it? No, I haven't. I'm oh, going right. to find I it did. and add it to my list. No, I'm going to I'm I'm going to screen share it now. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know how oh, many how many um, tickles it takes to make an octopus laugh? No. T- ten tickles. <laughs> oh, <that was> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my god, that Rob! Oh, so. Ugh. That reminds me, totally brutal joke that my 10-year-old told my 15-year-old in the car when we were driving somewhere recently. She just looked out the window and she goes to Eden, um, you were born on the motorway? And he was like, no, I wasn't. What are you talking about? She goes, yeah, because that's where most of the accidents happen. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> no. That was it. Don't correct. <laughs> I've got it. On most babies, that's where most accidents happen. That's just basically the same. Shut up. <laughs> <Got it. laughs> Can you hear this? Yeah, yeah. Hold up. No, no audio. No, oh, can you not? I'll tell you what. This is great content for a podcast. <laughs> yeah. you, you can't hear it so what i'll do is i'll send it to you when we're done it's fucking brilliant um anyway um should we do some randoms perhaps yes we're going to get on to what we, we're going to ask you three random questions each now not that the whole podcast wasn't fucking random but we're going to ask <laughs> we're going to ask you three random questions each and then we have our quickly Pav, Pav, yeah. may yeah. i go for a week go on then is are you that excited about it Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then. He's gone now. Normally, when he goes, like I said, we have to sing a song or tell a joke. Um, uh, do you want to? Do you want which one? Do you want to do? And I'll do the other one. Um, I will tell a joke. Go on then, Go on and you can sing the song. Okay. It's a bit. It's a bit bad. I got told the other day. It's a bit bad though. That's a bit fine. naughty. That's fine. Um, hold up, Willow. No, Willow. It, it, I think it Sorry, who? Asica. Asica <laughs> told me. Um, 
What's the one with the bloke and he wakes up in the hospital? He wakes up in the hospital and he says to the doctor, it's so bad, though. It's, it's not very good parenting. <laughs> oh, oh, bad in that way. I thought you meant bad as in it's a, it's a bad joke. No. Bad as in it's a joke. <laughs> Hold up. This guy wakes up in the hospital. He just got both his arms removed. <laughs> What's the th- first thing he says? I don't know. I can't feel my legs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 oh my god, Ralph. Oh, we're going to be cancelled. <laughs> I'm the worst parent ever. Oh. <laughs> yeah, that was a mistake. That was brilliant. Um, anyway, right, it's your turn then. I've got to sing a song now. Okay. Uh, oh, what song do I like? Oh, how about this one? It's not a song, but it's a, it's a really good tune. It's the, the Glenn Miller one that goes dooby doop, dooby doop, doo doo, dooby doop, dooby doop, doo doo, dooby doop, dooby doop, doo doo, dooby doop, dooby doop, doo doo. Pennsylvania 6, 5,000, boom, boom, dooby doop, dooby doop, Darcy's back, dooby doop, dooby doop, I'm having a piss, dooby doop, dooby doop, be ready for beer. We've had a joke and some and a and a little sing song. Nice. Mm. True to form. Mm. Alright, you gonna go first or shall I go first? Uh you go first. All right. Um Would you rather have to fight an orangutan with a sword once a year or fight a chicken every time you got in your car? <laughs> Um, I fight a chicken every time I get in the car. Is it different chicken, or is it the same chicken that it resurrects? Because I will. Kill is it. it like the Family Guy chicken? Because that chicken's hard. Right, no, it's just a, just a fucking chicken. Just a normal chicken, yeah. a, no, a normal Colonel yeah. Sanders special. I'm gonna I'm gonna bust the chicken up every day. Because then, do I get? I mean, does that mean I get a chicken to eat every day? No. Oh, it, it what? Comes, it comes back to life. If you oh, eat it, man. it comes alive in your stomach. And oh no, it. that's awful! I saw a co- I co- saw a comic <laughs> once where the Hulk ate Wolverine, and Wolverine uh, heals in his belly and then rips him open from the inside. It's pretty epic, actually. So <laughs> <laughs> will that <laughs> happen? To me? That sounds, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, but it will be a chicken. Uh, the chicken will be playing the part of Wolverine. And you'll be yeah. playing the part of the Hulk. I'll play. Yeah, I'll be the Hulk in that situation. Yeah, so I'm going, gonna. Going I don't know how to use, yeah, I don't know how to use a sword. Orangutans are massive. No, I don't no, even think the the orangutan has the sword. Oh shit! Really? Oh, that, that wasn't that wasn't clear from the question. But I but, wouldn't either. If the orangutan, if the orangutan's got the sword, you stand no fucking. It's difficult fighting orangutan at the best of times, isn't it? I thought at least if I had a sword, I might be able to swing. I still couldn't kill an orangutan with a sword. Mm, that's a good point, actually. Hmm. Give me the chicken. You the chicken, chicken. That's fine. Chicken. Yeah. All right. Okay. Go for chicken then. My, my go. What's your yeah. favourite pasta shape? <laughs> oh, I do like a twist. You in a fusilli? Yeah, a fusilli. Oh, you know what? I always used to get. To- <laughs> 
I used to call them tortalonelies. Because <laughs> I'd always eat them, <laughs> always eat, eat, eat them in my caravan on my own. Tortalonely. <laughs> you know that fridge pasta that you can buy? You can't... <laughs> the fridge, fridge pasta. pasta. The pack. <laughs> fridge <laughs> pasta. Um, I, I, yeah, <laughs> fridge pasta. Fucking done yeah, me so in. actually, I like. I, my favourite shape is probably. <laughs> is I go for for silly. Yes, yeah. got a silly name as well. Mm. I, I think that's a worst. It's not my like favourite to eat though. Rigatoni. That's the worst choice. I don't actually know what other options there are. Uh, ling- 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 Linguini is oh, obviously the best option. What? No, oh, not. but what what about can oh, you that, get the pasta that's shaped like little dinosaurs? Alphabet spaghetti. Pepper pig. Pepper pig, mate. My boy is obsessed with fucking minions pasta at the minute. So just eat some fucking normal He's doing pasta, what to minions idiot. pasta? He's obsessed with it. He eats it. He loves it. He loves it. He eats it and then he makes it into a minion pasta poo in his pants. <laughs> And then throws it at us. <laughs> <laughs> Your son is not a, not a, a, a human. He's a chimpanzee. Let's <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, um, You'll go, Darcy. Go on. It's 2am. You're drunk and you're in a kebab shop. What are you ordering? Oh, easy. Just 100% meat. Give me all the meats. Just all the meat. I actually wasn't even drunk the last two times I went and ordered this. You just order the big kebab, but without any of the kebabness, just Mm. the meat and any other meat that you can mix with it. And actually, I think he might be a genius. It's just that sounds amazing. And then on your way home, just go and buy a pit of bread. Yeah. (laughs) I just don't, yeah, I, um, so I actually went, so I went pretty hardcore into keto over the last year. I'm really, I'm chill on it now. Like I've changed the basis of my diet, but I'm not super hardcore about it. So when I was really keto, actually having just a plate of high fat meat was actually the healthy option. So, um, yeah, you basically can't eat anything from a takeaway if you're keto but if you go to a kebabby you can just order a fuckload of meat and that is what i used to do i think so, i yeah, might be accidentally keto yeah yeah give it a go <laughs> yeah. just got to cut out all the all the other naughties the the, the carbs and what have you but, oh no no, uh, no yeah. I'm, I'm not keto yeah <laughs> brilliant um, yeah mate just a load of meat and maybe some chili sauce a bit of garlic mayo Excellent choice. Nice, I like that. But this one isn't on the list. But I, I heard someone uh, ask this on the radio earlier, oh, and I've got some that aren't on the list as well. Oh, I hope it's not the same one. I heard this on the radio earlier, and it blew my fucking mind. And I'm like, I'm going to ask this question to someone. Right? If all of a sudden, randomly, everyone stopped sneezing, so sneezing oh, really? stopped being a thing, right? But you didn't know about it. How long would it take you to realise that people had stopped sneezing? Oh, fuck. That was my question. Was it actually? No. Oh. No, <laughs> really? <laughs> How long would it take? Probably, mate, that would... I, I, I mean, 
realistically, I could probably go years. Yeah, I reckon it would be as years well. Years without realising that people start sneezing. But, I, yeah, I think I would notice more that my neighbour had stopped sneezing than anyone else in the world because he i obviously on caravan crew there's other people that live on site with me and he is a fair distance on the other side it's an insane projection of evil sounds (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah i'll probably notice him probably (laughs) you'll just be like he's died realistically maybe never yeah (laughs) yeah just going to go in there and his cats have been eating him. Hilarious. <laughs> that chicken you've been fighting every day is eating him. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh. Orangutan with a sword sitting in his favourite chair. Yeah. <laughs> um, the ape style. Go on, Darcy, you'll go. Some down, but I don't think that did now. Um, what's your favourite live-action nineties movie? Ooh. Oh, let me pre- precast with that. How old are you? I'm thirty-seven. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, go for it. Oh gosh, so um, I thought you were going to turn around and be like, "I'm no, twenty-three." I'd be like. <laughs> why am I asking? It used to be, uh, well, I mean, that's a really difficult question. I mean, it used to be uh, Never Ending Story. Oh, um, great choice! But I actually, I actually rewatched that as an adult, and Falcor the Wish Dragon is a bit pedo-y I've got to admit. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, you have just ruined mind. an entire generation's oh worth God. of childhoods there. <laughs> Uh, and now everybody's looking <laughs> at it and be like, oh my god, Falco was a pedo, wasn't he? Oh. Fuck. He's, he was just another Jimmy. Falco was well a pedo. It's just something about his voice. Mm. Um, maybe a bit of Labyrinth. Yeah, it's a labyrinth good shout as well. Great shout. Bowie. Mm. Oh, no, actually, I'll tell you what I'll choose. Um, Big Trouble in Little China. Oh, what a banger of a film absolute banger yeah that'll be my choice what was, what was the other one that was similar to that but with eddie murphy oh something about something about a ch- golden the golden child maybe i'm just thinking of when eddie murphy played oh wait what was that other thing he was in it was like and there was a there was a boom golden box child. A missile launcher launch a boombox was also a missile launcher. Was that a film? Yeah, there was a film that Eddie Murphy was in, and it was about a theme park, and he was like a, investigating a crime or something. Oh, you mean you mean Beverly Hills Cop? Yes, that's yeah. it. There's the second one, isn't it? Yeah, and it has this weapon. It's like a boombox, but yeah. it's actually also like a missile launcher and a bunch of other things. So purely for the boombox. Whenever I think of Eddie Murphy, I just think of fucking the Naughty Professor, and it just really ruins it for me. <laughs> Yeah, I, like, I, like, I quite like the Nutty Professor. I thought it was quite good. Yeah, or Doctor Doolittle. Oh, I forgot he did that. Well, it was mm. better than Flubber. 
I, I didn't yeah, dislike but, Flubber. I quite liked Robin Flubber. Williams, isn't it? Yeah, nice. I never really liked it. I thought it was a bit. Is, Fl- is, is Robin Williams? Yeah, Robin Williams. Yeah. yeah. I don't know I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. One of the best. Actually, I don't. I don't know if it is nineties. Might be nineties actually. Mrs. Doubtfire. That's nineties. Oh isn't it? yeah, yeah. That is yeah. Yeah, nineteen ninety three. Mm. Fucking hell, is that early? Mm. It's thirty years old. Jesus <laughs> Christ! <laughs> oh, today's episode is sponsored by realizing you're really fucking old and basically on death's door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm. <laughs> I was I was super proud of Asica the other day because she was like, "I'm super proud of you going. for getting that right first yeah. time." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Look," she was like, "Dad, should we just go home and eat some nachos and watch Akira?" And I was like, "Yes." Absolutely, we should do that. I was like, right, let's go home and made the nachos, big banging thing of nachos, and then we sat down and put a Kira on. And uh and she was like, This isn't this isn't a Kira, this is old. And I was like, This is this is a Kira, the original Japanese anime about the Neo Tokyo and the end of the world. She's like, No, it's you know, the one with the the girl with the sword and she got a talking horse. I was like, that's fucking She-Ra. Not Akira. <laughs> <laughs> the ruined by night. I'm sat here. And then, then you made her sleep outside. Oh no! Then she just watched it on her phone, and I, oh. um, I just gave up. Basically, I just anyway. <laughs> oh, brilliant. Oh, that's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Um, right. Final questions then. Um, if you weren't doing what you do now, what do you think you'd be doing? Oh, I'd probably be at fucking Bannertines. Um, I'll probably be in a shit job, to be honest. And well, I, I, thought, like... I thought you meant you, if you, I thought you got confused there and thought we were talking about just being on the podcast in general and you meant you'd be at the fucking gym swimming or something. Oh, no. Bollocks <laughs> to that. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> So, I, were you thinking of the bloke from Dragon's Dead as well, Pat? Yeah. It's the same, it was the same, it was the same, same guy, isn't it? Disney, oh, the God, one that owns from, it all. Yeah, yeah my mum keeps mean. telling me to go on that fucking show. She's like, "That's you know, you need to get on there. And, anyway, she might be right, but I, I, I haven't gone for it. But, yeah, I used to be a maintenance guy at Bannertines. Uh-huh. So oh, right, okay. I, I had this, I came in one day and it was sunny outside and I just, there was a girl I wanted to have a date with and uh, she she'd messaged and said, "I'm, I'm you want to come to the beach with me today?" And I was like, oh, "I'm at work." And I turned up for my shift, and they gave me the list of jobs. And it was like someone's done a mega like Cleveland steamer in the toilet and blocked it. And <laughs> Cleveland <another>, steamer, <laughs> right? <laughs> there's, 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 you know, there's a toilet seat broken. There's fucking tiles here, and there, like there's just a long. Someone's list. wrestled the toilet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was just a shit list of jobs, right? And then I was looking outside and I was starting like, what happens if I just quit? Like, what actually will happen? Is a bad thing going to happen to me? Am I going to get, like, fined or something? She's like, no. And I, was like, and I just fucking went and I met that girl and we had a lovely day on the beach. And then I just made it work. I just took on more work making furniture at the workshop where I, so I make furniture for a small firm. And I just kind of scratched around until, and then just properly put some more effort into the brand. And yeah, if it wasn't for the brand and 
would probably be just having a shit job like I had for four years I spent there I only did, went in there as a like a stopgap and then four years later I was like Jesus Christ I'm still here unplugging toilets this is shit so um yeah I boiled it off and then this episode is sponsored by Bannatine's uh, Toilets <laughs> <laughs> my, my friend had to unplug a, unplug a toilet and I've still got the picture of it because I honestly couldn't believe how big this thing was <laughs> You ready for this? This this isn't probably isn't podcast worthy. Oh my lord! Oh my Christ. lord! That's his hand. That's his hand that's near his hand it. To compare, yeah, <laughs> it's got its own WhatsApp group. There, there, <laughs> there, just, there is. Just... <laughs> <laughs> that's like an entire cucumber. Well, but it's bigger than that. He said it was. It was like holding a pint glass. The bottom half of it was. You can see where half of it was dry, where it wasn't in the water. Had somebody taken a horse to the toilet? He said. He said how the person walked away from that is beyond him. <laughs> he, they, he had to like break it up, did it to flush? <laughs> yeah. well, probably they probably pushed most of it out, reached the stopping point, and then lifted themselves off the rest of. Probably the it was. Yeah. It was honestly one of them. <laughs> That he, he has dined out on that, excuse the phrase, but he's dined out on that that story for fucking years. I think that that first came that WhatsApp group first started in 2014. And every now and again, it just gets resurrected, and someone says, "Oh, do you remember this?" Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's great, isn't it? Oh Jesus! Uh, well, that must have hurt. Yeah, yeah. I won't watch any more of those films now. <laughs> All right. Um, can you think of any brands you think would be good to have on the podcast? Um, who do I like? Uh, you oh, you've got them all on there. D- digital yeah, horseplay, no. I think you recommend. Oh, digital horseplay is uh, he's just a he's just a cool guy who makes cool stuff. Like he has his own, um, he has his own like range of toys that he makes because they're like his designs is mm. it's kind of mm. like graph uh, like spray can art inspired you know graffiti inspired mm. artwork well like, a, a, like a toy style. maker type of person has been somebody i said uh, the other day didn't i have yeah mm. but toy makers that i really really want to get, get one on the pod, pod. Right, it'd be such a cool mm. conversation yeah, and it's like a whole, that's a whole new technique. And like, he's got a big mm. box of fucking liquid resin that does stuff and they print things out of magic. It's cool. Like, it's, yeah, it's cool, man. You're a wizard, <laughs> Harry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a what? <laughs> oh. um, where can people find you, mate? Oh, right. Yeah. So Dickie Smiles is my handle for all of my socials. So Instagram, Facebook and uh, my TikTok and my, my website is all Dickie Smiles or DickieSmiles.com is the website. Um, oh, I meant where's yeah, Caravan so I've got Parks. All the... but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him going off on a tangent about his socials. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, <laughs> just outside Ashford. Yeah, you can just holler. 
<laughs> yeah, the field outside an Bob's house, just outside Ashford. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, well, fair enough. A, lot, a, a fair, fair few people already know about this place. Sometimes you come back and there's just a big party happening. We're, We're only joking, mate. We don't, we don't, we don't actually expect you to give up your address. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hilarious! All right, take it well, away, pub. Last question, then. Yo, what is the meaning of life? Oh, isn't it forty-two? <laughs> oh, we've not had one of those for a long time, <laughs> isn't it? Forty-two. You can do better than uh, that. You're much more creative than that. Meaning of life: follow your dreams, man. Feel the vibrations. <laughs> <laughs> Some, uh, I think the meaning of life is that sometimes you're the castle, sometimes you're the octopus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I think, I think some, we want to be the castle or the octopus, but in reality, we're probably the window. <laughs> <laughs> get busy fucking or get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> meaning of life. I don't know, just have a laugh in it and just try and be nice to each other for a bit. And then I think, I, I, you ever get that so thing where you ba- the, the, the meaning the of life is basically dicky smiles then. Yeah, just fucking. Don't be the Antichrist Mallard. No, or do be. <laughs> I think the meaning of like, we've all we've all got less time than we think we have. It's nearly, I like to, I like to think of it as it's nearly over at any point. Just it's nearly over. Like even from the day you're born, you're you're nearly dead. <laughs> so you know, just make the most of it. And I guess in, in reality, like I probably wouldn't have put up with a shit job for long if I wasn't doing this. I would have just done something else. I would have followed my heart and just done something else that made me happy. Like not money, and the money thing is cool. But like you just end up counting money, and then just money becomes the focus. It's not very rewarding. So. Just do something that makes you happy. And then hopefully, if you're lucky enough to have a family, you pass some of that on to them and they won't give a shit. And then, and then maybe they'll <laughs> take it on board. And if, yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. Well, I think we're all just bumbling along, really, mostly, aren't we? I yeah, think you might be right. Go. Like when you look up, look up at this, you ever get a thing where you look in the sky and you're like, you have this kind of like, whoa. Like when you really think about it, and you're like, "What the the, fuck the old ex- existential crisis where you realise how yeah. insignificant you are." Yeah, that moment where this you just suddenly think, "Jesus fuck!" Well, I don't. This is mad. This is actually like mad. We're just on this little planet, not knowing what the hell is going on, and then in, in and then we're in our little bubbles within that little planet, just doing our own thing. And I mean, I don't think. You can do anything other than just try and enjoy your life because it's going to not be very long, that's for sure. Well, that's gone from really quite enjoyable to incredibly depressing. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Aaron. Oh, yeah. I'm going to go for, for crying a shit in a minute. Oh. Oh. oh, brilliant. It's about to start enjoying my weekend. Man. Yeah. We're all going to fucking die, so, you know. <laughs> well thank you so much for coming on mate it's genuinely been fucking brilliant it's been hilarious it's been hilarious i'm gonna i'm gonna message you with my telephone number would you do me a favor and pass it on to brad for me and tell him to shoot me a text i'd love to have a catch up with him at some point 
one hundred percent. No, that'll be yeah, that'll be really cool, man. So you what, give, that... give 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 Brad my number as well, and I'll just yeah. fucking send him that. Like, <laughs> We'd be like, why is Captain Haddock texting me? <laughs> Such a cunt. Hundred percent. Yeah, of course. And no, thank you for having me on. This is actually not how I expected it was going to be, but this is a million times better than. Do you know how ev- everyone says that? I think mm. even people who've listened, they don't expect it to be like it actually is. But it's really just a, a fun chat, and then every now and again, the a, a brand bit of information pops up, and we chat about it for a bit, and then we carry on yeah. talk talking about you know harry potter porn i think that's a, a mess, message genuinely to like and it's not a fucking plea for people to get in touch or anything but it's like there's so many times i've reached out to brands and then like, oh, i don't know if i'm up for it like it feels a bit like formal or whatever like if you listen to this podcast and you're a brand i fucking get in touch with us mm. even if it's not to come on the podcast just fucking have a chat with us like over dm or fucking voice note or, or whatever like we like both me and pavla whether it's through the, the brand social or whether it's through downcast or pav's instagram like which is what's your instagram pav i fucking know um dog dog dot horse d-o-g dot o-r-s-e just search for dog horse and you'll find him yeah you'll find me fucking get in touch like you know we'd love this shit and even if it's not in the episodes we love speaking to you lot so yeah actually you you saying that has reminded me uh, you asked me earlier if there's a brand who I suggest. One of the brands that helped support me when I was starting up was a dude called uh, Doom and Gloom. Doom oh, yeah. and Gloom. Yeah, Ian. Yeah, yeah, I know Ian. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, well, that, you know, that's a shout out to that dude. He was always very supportive when I was starting out. Um, yeah. So, yeah, he might be worth having a chat with. Cool. Yeah, man. Awesome. Well, right. thank you so much for coming, Aaron. We really appreciate it. No, I'm very grateful to have been on. Thank you so much for reaching out. And yeah, and being patient as well, because I totally buoyed you off for the first time. I was feeling nah, so well. Nah, you're all right, mate. <laughs> right, mate. We're, we're pretty thick skinned. Nah, I well, no, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't, we didn't cry too much. Right. <laughs> we, 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 we were like, we're going we're to beat him up afterwards. But... <laughs> <laughs> we're going to drag him out of his caravan and take him to that fucking octopus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're gonna make him that. the window. You should make yourself <laughs> the window of life. <laughs> you should watch it. You should watch that episode. It was um uh God is Dead podcast and uh it's a couple of dudes. I think you probably like them and that particular Yeah, I've I've written it down ready to go. Dudes on his own and he just he just reads this story. It's just they're just funny guys. I think they might. I think you guys might have fun doing something similar. You're yeah. pretty much doing it, but with other people. But um, they have the benefit of obviously, you know, they're in the same location, sitting on the couch, and they've all like upmarketed. No, oh, we're like, we're in the same location. We're just nice in separate light. rooms. Yeah, <laughs> Pab's, next, Pab's next door. If I throw like a brick through that wall, it will hit Pab. Oh really? No. Wait. No, <laughs> no, <you're here>. <laughs> <laughs> No, if I threw a brick through that wall, I'd probably injure my son. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't do it. Hilarious. No. All right, cool. All right, uh, have nice a good one, man. Thanks for coming. Yeah, how do I? Uh, what What happens to this then? What we've done today? Where does it go? How do I get it? Just how do I straight be... straight in the bin? 
Darcy will edit it up and then it will be out in what? Uh, three uh, weeks? Four three weeks? weeks yeah. Three weeks. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So we'll yeah, we'll tag you in it and you'll be, yeah, you'll get tagged on Instagram and all that anyway. Tag me up. All right, sweet. Nice one. I'm looking forward to it. Cool man. Awesome, mate. Nice one, guys. Lovely one. Lovely all the best. You. Thanks for coming, man. In Appreciate it. Good night, guys. Good night. Cheers. Bye bye. Bye bye.